Yes, that's right. Thank you for being a friend, <laughs> Kiva. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, right back at you. What a theme song. How did that do in the theme song bracket? I don't think that Chester had it in, right? I think it was in there. I think it got I don't knocked think we out pretty fast. To it. No, I don't think. I'm pretty sure it did not make the cut when we did well, our then it's going to be in the 2020. I am not Rob Sistermino here with Akiva Winokur. We'll be talking about season three, episode seven of The Golden Girls coming up here today on episode number 59 of Robin Akiva Need a Podcast. Very excited to talk about The Golden Girls with you, Akiva. Yeah. I, are we the golden guys this week? <laughs> Why? Because we're so old? Is that it? No, I feel like that's the, you know, the, like if we talk about the Gilmore Girls, we're the Gilmore guys. So that's a different <sighs> podcast. But are we the golden guys? I think that we're, we are not in our golden years. I think you have to be like of a certain age to be the golden guys. Is it plus 50? Is it like AARP eligible? What What is the yeah. What is the age thing? <laughs> we might be in our golden years and this could this is our prime. Like I mean, not, yeah. It's probably only going to go downhill. Right, right. Uh, golden age, uh, golden years. I'm not sure. But uh, Akiva, how old are the golden girls? Is that ever ah. established? Oh, on the show? Because I, I was going to answer how old the actress is. No, on the show. Ah. I mean, because I watched this show when I was a kid. And mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I like. Uh, don't ask me how old they are, because <laughs> um, the, then there's Sophia, and I guess you have to start with yeah. uh, how old is Sophia, and then uh, work work backwards. But um, you know, I don't know if we're uh, you know have uh, jumped too far ahead in this Golden Girls uh, coverage. Yeah, I mean, I, I think we should explain who the four characters are if we're getting into Golden <laughs> yeah. Girls. Yeah, well, let's just explain. Uh, just set up the the show. We've gone. We've okay. c- completely. Uh, skipped over our our pre-show banter how how are you doing okay uh, i'm doing great we had a, we had a nice half hour little talk mm-hmm. which i always enjoy but then it's like at a certain point we realize like oh we've been like recording or talking for right. four hours not as bad as uh, what we had with hannah last week yeah last week was a nice one hour like an all-time record i think of uh most I think it was. pre-show talk before uh, a three-hour podcast ever a lot of making sure we're not recording yeah. <laughs> so 90 Day Fiance last week. What was the response for 90 Day Fiance? Uh, people say we're still on a hot streak. I think people really liked streak? it. Hannah yeah. got a, a lot of press. I think Hannah carried the show. Yeah, she carried the show. She really she was mm-hmm. really like, well, you know, the Emmy Award for best guest star on a podcast. Yeah. Is coming her way. I did end up 
uh, moving along, and I watched another episode of 90 Day Fiance uh, during the week last week. Shocking. I'm I'm shocked. After <laughs> shocked? you said you wouldn't, wh- now you know having watched two episodes, yeah, you think do you think uh, uh, you know the full season watch is on the horizon? I think it's it's a possibility. What what I liked about it was that I could just have it on and I didn't need to pay attention to it. And I could it's it's the same type of show that I could watch at two x speed. I could watch it while I'm doing nine other things and still follow what was going on. I, I think I I watched it on. Tuesday night, and I think I did about like you know sent off about twenty emails during the course of watching the ninety day fiance. I really need to incorporate more mindless entertainment into yeah. my schedule and uh, less cable news. Yeah, you should never watch cable news. I, it's, <laughs> I it's think only you could you could get the same information on eight minutes and Twitter, then you get <laughs> four hours of cable news. Yeah, but I want to see what they're going to say next. Uh, so, I, yeah, I really like I think that for my mental health, I think that more 90 Day Fiance, I think, would probably be uh, a positive prescription. I don't think anybody's ever said that before, but I, yeah. I'm with you. I will say you can real. you almost have. It's like so mindless that a lot of the time you could fast forward. One of, one of my big reality TV pet peeves. And luckily, um the, you know the shows you mostly cover especially survivor don't really do this but the challenge does it's a lot of reality shows do this is they they have a sort of a cliffhanger when they go to commercial yeah but then they rehash the previous 20 seconds when you come back it's very mm-hmm. upsetting yeah it's you know the bachelor does it um so you if you're if you're good at fast forwarding you can really cut out half the show by just by just cutting through it okay all right akiva any, any other updates or things you want to touch on before uh we talk golden girls um, I don't know. We're almost at. Let me ask you a question. We're almost, and you could think about this maybe for the mailbag. But we're almost at episode sixty-four. Yeah. So you know, we have to think like, are we going to have a, a a tournament of every episode we've ever done? People keep asking me. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I guess we'll uh, keep an eye on that. All right. Uh, golden girls. We're in the, I guess, the golden uh, era of uh, podcasts. I mean, in terms of like, uh, we're at fifty nine here, so that's a very like uh, golden girls ish uh, age. Yes. I, I yeah. I think the the youngest of the four um, was was maybe fifty one when they started, and then yeah. everyone else was in their sixties. Okay. And w- what's really crazy is, and we'll go when we go over all the people in a second. I will, you know, I could I could say the the actors' real ages. Um, I don't think they say they're. Uh, it, he, I, okay, I, I have a couple of the ages here. Yeah. Um, but what's interesting is that I think three of the four are born in the early twenties, and then uh, B. Arthur is born in the the mid thirties. But they all died all, like within like eighteen months of each other, except famously Betty White, who's still kicking. Yes, Betty White, uh, still going strong. So I guess we should uh, explain a little bit of what the Golden Girls is that to our younger audiences. We have a lot of like uh, millennials and Gen Xers out there that uh, hear us talking about the Golden Girls and are like, okay, Boomer, uh, what's this show? Well, the Golden Girls is a sitcom that ran on NBC uh, for seven seasons. Uh, there was a spinoff also called Golden Palace, uh, which I believe ran on CBS. Did you know about the spinoff? Yeah, uh, I had never heard of it before we started watching. They did one full season. It was without the, I guess, technical, like B. Arthur, if, if it was without Dorothy. the star. Yeah. Which is uh, weird. Well, she does Sophia's come for a two-parter. Mom. Yeah, yes, it's it's with her mom, but without her. <laughs> and of course, I think the most the the number one fun fact everybody knows about the show is that uh, B. B. Arthur, um, his mother, is played by Estelle Getty, 
who is in real life, I believe, a few months younger than her. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. Yeah. She was in like prosthetic uh, to be the oldest member of the cast. But uh, the Golden Girls ran on NBC uh, from uh, September 1985 to uh, May 1992. I believe uh, ran on Saturday nights on NBC. Uh, Akiva, did you watch it in the original run or was uh, it uh, were you too young for this? Uh, too young. By the time it ended 1992, I'm eight years old. It's possible I'd accidentally seen an episode. But uh, I definitely watch it in syndication. Not every episode, but I've seen, you know, here and there. I've seen okay. some Golden Girls. Yeah, I used to watch it uh, in its original run uh, that there was not a lot of stuff on a Saturday night uh, f- to watch. And so that there was like a block. Did you have friends calling you? And, friends. And like, I'm saying you had like people calling you like, hey, I want to go out tonight. Rob's like, can't. Two new episodes of the Golden Girls are on. I mean... During the run of the Golden Girls that I was uh, age seven to uh, at the end of the run, 14, uh, at no point in this did I have any friends that called me on the phone. So uh, I don't think it was appointment television, but I think that there was just like a lot of Saturday nights where I was sitting there in front of the TV and it was part of an NBC block. There was a couple other shows. Empty Nest uh, yep. was was on during that. It was not a big Empty Nest guy, uh, but I tolerated it with uh, Joe Isuzu was like the neighbor. And then there was also Nurses, I think. And they would have like a like they tried to do like it was like the poor man's uh, must see TV. Like they did a couple mm-hmm. of things where it was like, oh, and like all the shows were like in Miami. Like uh, the yeah. NBC Saturday night was to like the third NBC Thursday night would be like all these shows were based in New York. And then Saturday night would be all these shows that were based in Miami or Florida. And they would have like a couple times like, uh, oh, it's a hurricane. All the shows are going to have uh, the hurricane come through. Was Empty Nest a Golden Girl spinoff? I'm not sure. I, I don't believe so. I don't think so. Maybe nurses. I think that it was like a shared universe, but I don't think it was a spinoff. Yeah, yeah shared universe. Maybe a backdoor <laughs> <Yeah>. pilot. <laughs> yeah, the the GGU of the expanded uh, Golden Girls universe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, the Golden Girls is about uh, three ladies that are in their fifties. Uh, uh, I guess the late fifties yeah. to start the show. Uh, yes. That they move in together in a house. I know that. Uh, I believe Rose's husband has died. Uh, that uh, Dorothy is divorced, and Blanche has had many suitors. I'm not sure if she was ever married, and they move into a house in Miami with. The mother of uh, one of the main characters, Dorothy, uh, they are the uh, fab four of the Golden Girls, Sophia, Dorothy, Rose and Blanche. Uh, I do think that you could do a pretty uh, easy one to one comparison with the Sex in the City crew. OK, so g- give it to us. Yeah. So Dorothy is, uh, you know, she's Carrie. She's the nucleus. Yeah. And that's she's, B. Arthur. Yeah. Dorothy's B. Arthur. She's she's the normal one. And then mm-hmm. Blanche is, you know, very easily the uh, Samantha Kim Cattrall yeah. that, you know, the, you know, uh, the sex word. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, the uh, what are they? I mean, they call her a, tr- a tramp in this episode. We wouldn't call her a tramp. <laughs> yeah, that They called her a tramp in yeah, this yeah, episode. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, she's one the one. that. What's that? So, uh, so Rue McClanahan, when when Golden Girl started, is one year older than J-Lo is now. 
<laughs> okay. A true yeah. golden girl. Also from Miami, yeah. right? Yeah. She's from the Bronx. She's from the Bronx, but she yeah, uh, from hangs the out in Miami. And then, the block is Collins Avenue. And then I think then Rose is, uh, you know, a Charlotte. And, you know, she's like the naive one. That, mm-hmm. You know, they have to explain everything to her. She always thinks the, the best out of everybody. And then I, I think then uh, we have then uh, Sophia is, uh, you know, the uh, sarcastic, you know, uh, wisecracking Miranda. Okay. Yeah, I think that's pretty good. I also think, uh, and maybe at the end of the show we should do this, but I'd like to, for us to recast the Golden Girls. Like if Ooh. they were doing a spinoff now. J-Lo. <laughs> no, I think. <laughs> <laughs> J-Lo is Blanche. <laughs> J-Lo is Blanche. Uh, I'd like, yeah, it has to be, it has to be actresses, I'd say, into their 50s because that's mm-hmm. what everyone was here. Mm-hmm. Maybe with a mom who's a little older. I think we should do that. Yeah, the, maybe the, the world is ready episode. for a Golden Girls uh, comeback. And I mean, they could have done it. Like, B. Arthur, uh, Betty White was starring in shows. Like, I don't know why they didn't just make her the Estelle and have three more people and, and do, you know, use that IP <laughs> instead of like doing some TV land show with her. Yeah. So, oh, so have Betty White be the new Sophia. And then cast uh, three women to be uh, the the Dorothy, uh, uh, Blanche, and Rose. Well, I think the ship has probably sailed. I don't know if Betty White is still really. Yeah. Out she had there a moment uh, about, you know, uh, 10 years ago, like the start of this decade, uh, Betty White was really killing it. I think, but. was it, was it, I, she, I mean, she hosted SNL when? I think it was 2012. Okay. Oh, 2010, I see. Betty White, Jay Z. One of the great episodes. Yeah, she came into this decade red hot. I think she's probably uh, in semi retirement at this point. Semi retirement. She has not started. She was in something that aired in 2017. Uh, I don't believe she has uh, done anything. She's got a very active Twitter with over a million followers, but I assume she's got a social media team. I would think so. I would think so. Okay. Uh, so that's the what the Golden Girls uh, is. And, you know, it was a, a beloved show. It has really had some sort of a, you know, second life here in syndication. Where, where does it air? Was it the Hallmark Channel? I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I, I, I like. I don't know. The old shows were on TV land, but I'm not sure if 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 it's on TV land. Yeah. It's also on Hulu if listeners want to, you know, really get into it and binge it. It, it holds up very well. I agree. Yeah. Very well. It, it's a really funny show. It holds up very well. It was very well done. You know, it was never at the time, like, I don't know what it was, like, if it was ever a top 10 show. I mean, it aired mm-hmm. on Saturday night. Uh, it, you know, it did have its fans, but I don't know if it was ever really thought I of think it as, was, but I imagine in the 18 to 49 demo, it was nowhere close. But yeah, it was a top 10 until the last season. It was always a top. 10. It was never top three, but it was like seven, four, five, four, six, six, ten. Okay, that's, I mean, that's huge numbers, so I don't know. Huge uh, numbers, yeah. On a Saturday night, uh, I don't know, you wouldn't think that you would have a show, like, you would never have a show now that was a top, you know, this was a sporting event that Back was a Back then, top show. at a certain point, they stopped really having any new shows on Saturday night, but that was, you know, at the end of the 90s, basically. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so uh, there it is, and then, uh, yeah, it really fell off in the uh, 91 season. What happened there, Keeve? I think I, I don't know. It I, it probably just like aged too much, and I'm not sure how was was uh, B. Arthur even like at, there at the end in season seven. Yeah, I think she stayed the whole way through on the okay. run of the Golden Girls. I'm not sure. Maybe people got sick of it. I don't know. Maybe like they, I, I have no idea. Sitcoms shouldn't air for 200 episodes. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, they did 25 episodes a season. There's there's like 180 episodes of this show. More. 
Okay. All right. So we're going to talk about season three, episode seven of the Golden Girls. Anything else we need to set the table with for the Golden Girls? Uh, I don't think so. Because we've got a wild Golden Girls episode to talk about. It is a wild episode. I'd like to think, and again, I haven't seen the show in 20 years. I'd like to think that this is not a typical. Are there a lot of very special episodes of the Golden Girls or is it frequently about nothing? Uh, I think that there are special episodes of the Golden Girls. I do think that there are lessons that end up being learned. I I don't think it's very Seinfeld-esque where, you know, no lessons, Mm -hmm. no hugging. I do think there's a lot of hugging. I do think there's a lot of, you know, at the end of the episode, you know, uh, Sophia and Dorothy either having a moment or the friends themselves having a a moment of, you know, I really appreciated you or you're my real family. I mean, you say, no, you know, Seinfeld's famous uh, mantra of no hugging, no learning. This episode literally ends with hugging and learning. Yeah, I, I think that's, you know, it, it's a it's a wholesome show, The Golden Girls. It, it's it's interesting because it is I it is wholesome, but it's also like not G-rated, you know? Yeah, well, there is a lot of dirty stuff in The Golden Girls and uh, a lot of stuff about, you know, uh, sex, you know, Blanche uh, dates a lot in the show. I feel like that there's a, a lot of stuff that goes on with uh, Rose, like being naive about certain things and then having to explain stuff to her. So, yeah, mm-hmm. th- there's a lot of stuff that, uh, you know, probably uh, is, uh, you know, not G-rated, I think. Good, well, good way to put it. And one of the reasons it holds up, uh, like you said, is I think it's a little bit ahead of its time. Yeah, I you think know, so. They, they don't really date it that much. This show could easily be a 90s show. It does not. You know, we're watching an episode from 1988 or 87. The, you know, this show could easily be well into the 90s. Yeah, it, it really does uh, hold up well. I think that's part of the uh, the longstanding appeal of the Golden Girls. But let's let's talk about this episode of the uh Golden Girls that is in question and it involves the uh the Golden Girls uh get kind of political here that there is a city councilman candidate that the uh, that Dorothy and Blanche and Rose for whatever reason have gotten like very invested in the uh city councilman candidacy of a man named uh Gil Kessler. Yes. Uh, I don't know if they've shown any previous affinity for politics. We don't know how they know Gil Kessler. Gil Kessler is never seen before or or again after this episode. Yeah, he's a a one time character, but they are basically are they throwing like some sort of a fundraiser for Gil Kessler on like two days before the election? One. Yeah. One of the weird things about this episode is the timeline where it is two days before the election. He is getting demolished in the polls, it seems like, but they're like mm-hmm. pretty casually just throwing a fundraiser for him. Yeah. And so uh, this episode entitled uh, Strange Bedfellows follows the story of the candidacy of Gil Kessler for uh, city councilman. And so <laughs> they I guess they didn't want Sophia to come. She comes out during like this you know, fundraiser they're having for uh, Gil Kessler. And then uh, Dorothy like escorts her into the kitchen and uh, says, you know, mom, I told you to stay in your room until the party was over. And Sophia, who is the funniest character on the show, says, uh, stay in my room until the party's over. What am I, Alf? <laughs> yeah. Nice uh, future nap uh, reference. <laughs> Sophia is really funny. Um, I, I, I the, you know, Sophia's the mom. I also think it, it, it's I also it's very relatable. The fact that you're like in your 60s and you're still embarrassed by your mom. 
Yeah, that's a you know, there's a lot of that. There's a lot of that. Like I'm still embarrassed. Are you still embarrassed by your mom? Like I'm still embarrassed by my dad every time. Like, uh, you know, my, when I, I had no job and my dad, like I was like, he'll just meet people on the street and he'll like meet a successful guy and be like, all right, here's my son's email. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, give him a job. Like he'll just like start giving my CV on the street. He's very embarrassing. <laughs> Uh, I wouldn't say that I'm uh, embarrassed by uh, my mom uh, too often. So, mm-hmm. uh, like, I try to, like, uh, when, when stuff like that happens, I try to uh, appreciate it. Yeah. Uh, one day I will, I will grow out of it. But, you know, at a certain point, like, my, and my kid's already embarrassed by me. Mm-hmm. And I'm still, you know, embarrassed by my dad. He's uh, probably embarrassed by his dad still. <laughs> the character of uh, Gil Kessler is played by a guy who uh like uh, i guess like imdb uh for uh speaking of if you're gonna hand out a cv uh then his is about like nine pages long uh the uh imdb of john shuck uh who i guess must have made a career as like a character actor i don't know if he has anything any role that is uh you know he's particularly known for his imdb shows him as known for uh mash uh but i don't know if he was like a main character on mash and then he's in a couple of star trek movies which i'm sure must appeal to you yeah he's in every uh his it seems like his number one credit is a show called the monsters today which must be a reboot of the monsters do you remember the show existing yes what what, was he uh he's herman oh he was herman i thought that was brad garrett (laughs) no i don't know he's herman Oh, okay. maybe there's there's it's very possible there's been multiple monsters reboot. <laughs> yeah. Uh, am I crazy that Brad, did Brad Garrett ever do a monsters reboot? Did he do a, a monsters movie? Maybe. I mean, there's a little too early for Brad Garrett to have done it. Hmm. Yeah. Brad Garrett monster. Yeah. Uh, let's but yeah, see. he's in every show like once this John <laughs> show. Yeah. Okay. Every 80s and 90s show. Anyway, yeah, so I do remember the Monsters uh reboot. Uh so I guess that this guy played uh Herman Monster. Uh so Dorothy really believes in this guy. He calls him a civic leader, but there's a like a narrative he's a wimp. That he's uh, everybody seems to know this about this guy, which I didn't really get that. He doesn't seem very wimpy. He seems like, you know, a pretty big guy. Yeah, they're telling us a lot of things about about Gil Kessler that like they're telling, not showing. You know what I mean? Like we don't really see it at all. He's a big man. Um, we don't we, like, but they're they're like they all think like yeah, he's he's a wimp. People don't really respect him. By the way, uh, John Shuck's best um, credit going through his credits is a uh, quickly canceled TV show that he is the one of the titular stars in called Holmes and Yo Yo, <laughs> the cases of a hard luck police detective and his android partner. And uh, John Chuck is uh, is Yo-Yo. Oh. I assume is I assume is the the, the detective Android? and not the. I'm not sure. It's not clear from IMDb. No season three episode Android. seven for Holmes and Yo-Yo. I mean, we could put it in the crappy movie TV show. Diaper, yeah. if we ever had. He, he that. was also in a show called McMillan and Wife. I'm not sure yeah. uh, if he was the titular uh, McMillan. No, he's Lieutenant Charles Enright. But I think that's a long running show. I think mm-hmm. it's a famous show from the McMillan the, and the Wife whole is a famous show. It it. I've heard of it. I don't like famous as ma- Rock Hudson was the star of it. Mm-hmm. It's weird. It says that it aired from 71 to 77, but it also says that Rock Hudson was only in 40 episodes. Nobody's in more. Was it like canceled and brought back? Yeah. Do we have to do a deep dive in Macmillan and wife? I don't know. What's <laughs> Macmillan and son? Is that a different show? I don't know. He was also in Simon and Simon. And Garfunkel. <laughs> Macmillan and wife. Oh, so I don't know why. Oh, okay. They changed the name to Macmillan. 
from Macmillan and Wife. I guess okay. they killed off the wife. <laughs> I guess in so. 1976. Rock Hudson and Susan St. James. Yeah. Who I believe is my former boss's wife. I believe that's Dick Eversall's wife. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. They killed off uh, Susan St. James. R.I.P. to okay. her. I don't know. I don't know much about the show. Rock Hudson, wasn't he like a really famous guy? Yes. Yes. He was, like, a, he was, like, he was like the uh, the Ryan Gosling of his day. Um, sure. Sure. Um, well, I, I think that he was famous for that. He was also that uh, it came out later that he was gay. I think that's what, uh, is. well, that's not what he's fa- That's what he's known like sort of now that, he, but like, I don't think that's what he was famous for then. Right. No, it was, yeah. It wasn't famous. I don't think people knew that. Yeah. That is in his Wikipedia. I don't know. Yeah. Rock Hudson. Yes. I think that that's sort of like what he, uh, you know, and ended up like being his claim to fame. Rock yeah, I don't know. I don't, I don't know what this show has seven seasons and 40 episodes. I'm not <laughs> okay, well, let's get back to the Golden Girls. Yeah. Because, uh, you know, Gil Kessler, everybody's very invested in his candidacy. And so, like, it's the end of the night. He's leaving. Uh, we get sort of an aside that, uh, by the way, his wife is out of town, but it was a great party. He needs to go home. And so that the election is uh, two days away, but... They realize that, oh, he left a folder at the house. Somebody needs to go bring the folder to Gil Kessler. Mm-hmm. In the late 80s was a good time for folders. Yeah. <laughs> and Blanche is the person who's going to, you know, bring the folder to uh, Gil Kessler's house. Bl- they make it seem like Blanche is allergic to doing work. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. They realize, oh, she's going to wash the dishes. No, she'd rather go over there than wash some dishes. Okay, so she's going to go. They bring, all live together. They all, all live together. Them. Yeah. You don't really see too many other rooms of the house other than just the uh, living room and uh, the kitchen. Like, I, I was reminded of this when we were watching the episode. Like, the living room set looks like it goes back pretty far, but they, yeah. they never, they never, you know, spend any time whatsoever in the like back half of the room. It's interesting. The, it's, I know the show's in Miami, but this is, it, it, the sh- the house almost looks like a cabin. Like I've been in a lot of houses in South Florida. I've never seen a house that looks like this. Right? It's like it looks like they're in like a, a cabin in in the woods. Mm-hmm. It's very high. It's very. It's all like woody. The you know the inside. Um, you know what the set looks a lot like? I mean, it looks like a, a lot like a lot of sitcom houses, but the Family Matters house. I'd have to go. It's and do structured. A- it's structured where <laughs> you're like facing. Side. You're sort of in the TV facing the rest of the room as a mm-hmm. viewer. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, and you're just in this big room. The door is on the left. The kitchen's on the right. I mean, I guess there's a lot of sitcoms. And that's just your view for the whole episode, basically. Yeah. All right. So you're saying we don't go into the bedrooms. Like, we're really just in like these two sets for most of the show. For most, I feel like most of the episodes take place uh, in the living room in the kitchen. I, I mean, I feel like I can remember a couple of like the you know times that people are in their in their bedrooms or a bathroom, but I feel like that you know um, most of the Golden Girls episodes take place in the living room in the kitchen. And okay. so uh, the next morning, Rose is hammering. She's making like a uh, birdhouse that she wants to put uh, Gil Kessler logos on and dorothy is not happy because she has her up uh so early and sophia comes in with a bunch of newspapers uh and they're talking about uh it had been set up that gil kessler is doing really poorly in the polls uh he's doing he's really doing bad but then sophia comes in with all these newspapers which have reported the news about they caught gil kessler having an affair do we not find out if he wins the election or not 
Um, I don't recall uh, by the end of the episode, but we have a lot, a lot of twists and turns to go before yeah. we get there, Giva. Yeah, but I'm just thinking now, like, we don't know if he wins or loses. That's yeah. kind of weird. So, uh, amazingly. And, and like we said before, it's it's really way too late. Like, the birdhouse is an interesting idea. You got to do that three months before the election, not two days before. Well, also, she would made one. Um, I don't know how she was going to mass produce the birdhouse. Yeah, houses. a birdhouse. It would take a while, probably. <laughs> yeah. I, I, yeah. When you're that far down in the polls, you almost need a scandal. I don't know, well, I don't know what the move I, is when I you're losing by like 20 points. That, I think that, that that's what we're going to tap into here in yeah. this episode. Because so Gil Kessler, that the newspapers are reporting, you know, some, you know, these big city councilman elections, the uh, Miami uh, local election beat uh, were staking out Gil Kessler's house. And they were waiting there, I guess, all night long for Gil Kessler to return from this fundraiser, which for a guy who was like so far behind in the polls that the, you know, uh, they're, they're sitting outside his house like he's uh, like a presidential candidate. And, you know, it's two days before the election and they spotted a woman going into Gil Kessler's house. Do you think this is why, like, uh, why newspapers died? Because they had like three Wasted people all the on the beat yeah. of like the losing candidate, the no hope city council candidate just outside the house <laughs> looking for a scoop. Yeah, they were just hemorrhaging money, but trying to follow all these uh, city councilman races. And they see the pictures in the newspaper and Rose uh, says, hey, that looks like, you know, you know Blanche's shoes. Uh, they, they, this floozy stole Blanche's clothes. Uh, and of course, that we are realizing that the, these photos are indeed of Blanche. Yeah, I love how dumb Betty White is in the show. It's charming. Yeah. So, Akiva, how wh- this is the morning. <laughs> this was yeah. the, he went home late at night. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, how what's the turnaround time on these uh, Miami papers to Listen, be able to get this story out? They were printing 10 different editions. They'd stay up late to get the West Coast scores. Right. Like, mm-hmm. all, like you know. I agree. It is crazy. Like he's going over there, you know, at eight, nine o'clock and yeah. uh, and and it's in the paper at seven in the morning. It's pretty it's pretty wild. The time the timeline here. But again, that's how newspapers used to work. You used to have the scores in the paper and news that happened. You know, they 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 print a new press if something interesting happened. Not like 2019. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. OK. Uh, so this is like uh, basically TMZ has this story of that Gil Kessler is caught. With a, with a woman that's not his wife. We never see or hear from the wife also during this episode. No, we never hear from uh, Gil Kessler's wife. And so Blanche tells her friends and Sophia that, hey, nothing happened. I brought the folder to his house and then I helped him pick out his clothes and I stayed there and we talked and nothing happened. Although Blanche has the reputation of being... Somebody who has had, you know, uh, many experiences with many men in her past and nobody is buying what she has to say. Yeah, she's the girl who slept with a wolf. <laughs> yeah. And something like that. So Blanche is going to uh, she basically says, yeah, nobody does. Nobody. You guys don't believe me. And she ends up uh, storming off. Feel bad for Blanche because the audience knows like she's telling the truth. But they, Do we? her friends don't believe her. Yeah, I believed her. You didn't believe Blanche? Not really. 
Well, she likes to brag about, you know, why would she say no to this one? I, I guess so. I guess because so. a married like, why man. Wouldn't, yeah, why would, would she not kiss and tell? Uh, yeah. And so we see Dorothy. She's, she's sleeping on the couch. And then uh, Sophia comes and tells her and says that, look, uh, I something is off with with this uh, with this Gil Kessler. I know he has a secret. He's hiding something. Um, yeah, she, right. That's the, her big thing is that she is uh, she is convinced that he is hiding. something. Yeah, something is off about Gil Kessler. And then Sophia goes into one of her, you know, uh, trademark stories, one of her catchphrases. Uh, picture it. Picture it, Sicily, 1922. Uh, and she tells the whole story and uh, about people stomping grapes. I'm not really sure what we're, the takeaway was from this story. I think, are they trying to say she's like semi-senile, but she's also kind of always right in the end? Uh, well, I do think that Sophia is always proved right. I don't think they're saying that she's senile, but uh, she seems to, you know... There's a method to her madness, but I really don't know how this story that she tells about the 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 people, the grape stompers had athletes foot Mm -hmm. and then the wine tasted like Desinex. And but she basically was uh, using this story to prove her hunches are never wrong. And she has a hunch about this guy. Yeah. Yeah. He's always right. Yeah. Um, so everybody gets together. There's a press conference. Finally, Gil Kessler is going to give a press conference about uh, this whole situation, the scandal. And Gil Kessler comes forward and admits that, yes, that they he has to come clean, that he did have an affair with uh, Blanche Devereaux. Yeah. And Blanche is they're all sitting there watching as people. Did any of these people have jobs? Who the the Golden Girls? The core four, yeah. Um, I don't know. They might be retired. I, I feel like that uh Dorothy does something. I feel like that she has like some I, I want to say she is she like in a uh, like a publisher or a writer? All right. Here, Wikipedia says she's a substitute teacher. Okay. Uh Betty White works at a grief counseling center, becomes an assistant to consumer reporter, Enrique Moss. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rue McClanahan uh, Blanche is employed in an art museum and even Estelle uh, had a few part-time jobs mostly involving food yeah uh, I mean they're almost never at work mm-hmm. yeah uh, very rarely uh, do we see uh, the Golden Girls uh, working but so Gil announces yes it's true you know I <laughs> I ended up uh, sleeping with uh, with Blanche Devereaux. Yes, I yes I had an affair. This is a funny bit where like they all the reporters are on TV before he speaks, and Blanche is clearly like knows all of them pretty well. Mm-hmm. And, the, and the girls are like, "Wait, how do you know? How do you know every single reporter in Miami?" Yeah. Um. So Blanche is swearing up and down. She didn't do it. Sophia puts in a phone call. She gets on the phone uh, and she calls People Magazine and she asks for the department that buys stories about politicians that sleep with sleazy broads. Yeah, it was pretty funny. Uh, and I, I, I didn't realize People was such a big thing in 87 already, but I guess it was. I guess it was, it was huge. Uh, so, you know, uh, Blanche is, you know, uh, not happy about this. And so... Rose and Dorothy don't even want to talk to Blanche that, you know, how could you do this to uh, Gil Kessler? He was the candidate that we believed in. And they're all saying to her, well, you know, why would he lie about this, Blanche? We need, no, we don't believe you. Yeah. You think he's a Republican or a Democrat, Gil Kessler? 
Um, I don't know. There's no way all four of these women vote for the same party normally also. You don't think so? But I guess it's more of a social circle. Like, it doesn't really matter. He's a city councilman. They're just voting for their friend, probably. Mm-hmm. They believe in him. They believe in what he stands for. I think so. Um, And so... Uh, you know, Blanche swears like, uh, how, like, how do you feel about this? That I swear on a stack of Bibles. Uh, Dorothy says you sound like Jim and Tammy Faye on Nightline, uh, mm-hmm. and she uh, swears her innocence. You got that joke? Yeah, yeah. Jim and what Tammy did, Faye Baker. Yeah, I've heard of them. But they I don't were, remember. They the were whole televangelists, uh, oh. and they ended up like, uh, you know, they were. I think basically uh, embezzling money from their like Tammy Faye Baker. That they, they, they were like a big punchline in uh, the eighties for okay. uh, on on different things like uh, SNL. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, that that was like a go-to. Like she had like uh, big fake eyelashes and would uh, like uh, cry, uh, and you know they had to make a bunch of apologies. Jim and Tammy Faye Baker. Mm-hmm. So oh, she's no longer with us, Tammy Faye. Yeah, yeah. I think she was also a surreal life person. I think that she was a uh, uh, one of the, like the first or second season of the uh, surreal life, Tammy Faye Baker. Should they bring back the surreal life? Eh, why? Yeah, I don't think they should have. <laughs> For what's what's the point? Yeah. Uh so uh yeah, Tammy. Season three, episode seven, the surreal life. Uh we got we got Charo, Dave Coulier, yeah, Flavor Flav, Jordan Knight, mm-hmm. Bridget Nielsen. I think and that Ryan season Starr. three of the uh surreal life was sort of uh you know a big deal. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well, Flavor Flav and Bridget Nielsen started dating from that show, right? Yeah, I think that that was going. Uh, in 2004, she appeared on the second season of The Surreal Life. Uh, okay. And Trishelle. Yeah, she was on with Ron Jeremy, Trishelle, yep. Vanilla Ice, mm-hmm. Tracy Bingham, Eric Estrada. Um, I'm kind of in. I'm kind of in on bringing it back. Yeah, that's a pretty good cast. Now, I, maybe the cast got worse as they went on. Uh, I see... Season six. Let's see how it ends. Alexis Arquette, CeCe DeVille, Steve Harwell, Sherman Hensley, Maven Hoffman, Tony Katane, and Andrea Lowe. Uh, yeah, yeah so they, they lost. Yeah, it's pretty rough. Omar, season five, they had Omarosa, Jose Canseco, who's a great, you know, like Janice mm-hmm. Dickinson. Like, that's some good TV, at least. Yeah. But yeah, they didn't get famous people at the end. Yeah, I feel like casting a ideal, uh, like, fantasy surreal life team uh, might be fun. Yeah, we could do a whole that. episode. I don't, I don't episode. think so. Um, okay, so... Blanche is going to go to uh, Gil Kessler's office and then uh, she storms in and they don't want to see see uh, her there. But she goes in to go uh, see Gil Kessler and Gil Kessler admits it. OK, fine. You're right. I li- I lied about the whole thing. So let's just sort of explore the, the galaxy brain thinking here for Gil Kessler, who was losing for city councilman. But then got caught up in this affair. And then all of a sudden, the people of Miami said, hey, this is the kind of city councilman that we need. That we thought we we we, we liked Gil Kessler's uh, ideas, but we mm-hmm. kind of thought he was just too big of a wimp. Yeah, he's too big of a wimp. <laughs> couldn't even have an affair. Now, yeah. <laughs> now, now his name's out there in the news. I kind of like this guy. No publicity yeah. is bad publicity. Uh, give me Gil Kessler. We also say Gil Kessler, when when uh, when Blanche goes to his office, has the has a larger city council office than I think like 
Hillary Clinton had when she ran for president yes. in 2016. Uh, yes, huge <laughs> office, huge a lot in of Miami, lot of downtown Miami, just like you know, dozens of rooms and hundreds of workers. Yeah, and this is the guy who's losing. You could only imagine like right. what the incumbent, not even losing, like losing by a lot. He's getting cringe. Yes. Yeah. Um, can you also just, what, what does a city councilman do? What is the role of a city councilman? Oh, well, you know, a lot of city council stuff. Yeah, you don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Should I look at you as you, you, you're like my, you know, uh, wise confidant. I always like, uh, feel okay. like, like, I feel like, right, I, have city like ca- I mean, what do you mean? They, they make I have a lot Alexa, of rules for the city. And I have you. Yeah, they, they, uh, they like make the rules for the city council. Like they're like a local sort of Congress. Hmm. Okay. Um, all right. What does the city council do? We're going to howstuffworks.com. Okay. Yeah. Aldermen, that's just in Chicago, they have aldermen, or councilors generally act as a legislative branch of the city government as well as its policymaking body. The city council, there, by the way, there's a podcast called the LA Podcast. They just talk about like LA local politics. You should listen to it. Oh, yeah. yeah they don't sound so interested, but it's by uh, Hayes Davenport. He's one of my favorite podcasters. He just does one serious one. Mm-hmm. I bet you'd like it. You should listen to an episode. Okay. Um, the council also looks at the city's goals, major projects, and infrastructure improvements ranging from... Should we, should we talk to a city councilor? Should we have, like, a city councilor episode? I don't think so. Okay. Um, Manchester Deputy City Clerk Kathy, uh, Kathy Gardner says, seeing the city as a whole is never far from an alderman's mind. Even if they focus only on the ward. There's, mm-hmm. there's no wards. Where's their ward? Yeah. It's like just Chicago. I don't have a, you don't have a ward where you live. Okay. All right. Uh, so back to Gil Kessler. All right. Yeah. So Akiva, this got me yeah. thinking. All right. So Gil mm-hmm. Kessler was able to go from down in the bottom of the dumps in the polls mm-hmm. to then yeah. coming out and being now the front runner for city councilman. And so mm-hmm. this got me thinking, is there yeah. somebody that's on the periphery of the Democratic primary field? Is there is there somebody who might be so desperate that they should think about pulling a Gil Kessler right now? Manufacture a fake affair. Yes, I got it for you. Who? Cor- Cory Booker cheats mm. on Rosario Dawson with a yeah. bigger celebrity. Ooh, I think that's big. Yeah, that's that's. I think that's the way to go. Because people like would people care if Joaquin Castro? Is you know starts cheating on his wife. No one's gonna. Yeah, care. I I, be, I believe uh, I Joaquin Castro is his brother. I believe. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. The one I like, San Antonio. So the one who's the mayor of San Antonio. I like. Yeah. Uh. So. Hmm. Uh. That's so interesting. Che- who does he cheat on Rosario Dawson with? <laughs> so, yeah, Julian uh, Castro. Is, Julian Castro. I apologize. Is to the the candidate. Candidate. Are they twins? Yeah, they are twins. They are twins. Okay, but now fine. the brother, the his brother uh, has. Uh, I only beard. knew the old brother beforehand. Cause, yeah, cause, yeah. I feel like they I'm should play that up more. I feel like that uh, they should that. Uh, Ricky Friday, it like not like a parent trap. They should like send him to do some of the. Yeah, yeah. The, I think that that would be good. I think that you, you need to sort of like rise above the uh, the noise. And- so if he sends his brother to a debate as him, I think that I, that would be a big deal. I feel like more people would know him the next day. If, That's if a good it, idea, right? If, if he sends got, his brother to debate as him. If it got found out, would people be mad? No one would care. It's, there's no like, it, it's the debate. It, like, it's not like some formal thing. And then, mm. and what if like nobody notices because people are afraid to like be the dumb one who doesn't know which brother's which. And then the next day he goes viral with a tweet, like showing that he's the one watching his brother debate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I look, uh, I think that uh, at this point, uh there's no there's yeah. no bad guy couldn't moves. get arrested right now i don't even know his first name and i follow 
Yeah. Uh, so you think Cory Booker should pull uh, the? Yeah, you know, I wasn't thinking. I wasn't thinking Cory. Well, Booker. because he's already got Rosario Dawson. So then you yeah. have two people involved. You got Rosario Mad. Yeah. Who is he? Who is he cheating on her with though? Hmm. He can't. Uh, J Lo's in a relationship yeah. with A Rod. But I feel like that he would lose people at the point where it came out there that he really was cheating. Like maybe there yeah, should be like a rumor. Like if he could just like get get like the rumor out there. Oh, is he Ooh, seeing? Okay. Is he seeing somebody else? And then mm-hmm. you know let this uh, let the rumor get out. And then you know it wasn't real. I don't know if he would lose votes necessarily, but it would he you know definitely pick, get some heat. Yeah, I agree. Right. He he doesn't confirm or deny. Let's say. Uh, let's see. Who are the right? Because biggest... people don't want people will take Rosario Dawson's. You know they'll have her back. Yeah. If, okay. If, let's see. If we're, we should run the Cory Booker campaign. Uh, I think 20, we should. Twenty nineteen. Uh, biggest female celebrities. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. <laughs> Rosario Dawson. Uh, how many Twitter followers did she have while you're looking that? Mm. Um, I don't know. Uh, what? Oh, how about a Kardashian? Yeah, then, we uh, can't go Jenner. That's too young. Yeah, okay. I think you could do Chloe, Chloe Kardashian. Chloe that's Kardashian. big. I think that's good. <laughs> hey, hey, did you hear uh, that uh, Cory Booker is texting with Chloe Kardashian? Mm-hmm. Maybe like you drop some sort of, uh, you know, screenshot. Yeah, I like it. Or Rosario's fine. She's like retweeting it. She's OK. Yeah. Would people buy that? I think people would buy it. Let's see. Um And then uh, they're, they, you know, they then they just don't want to talk about it. They don't want to talk about it. But people would be mad. People like Rosario Dawson. Yeah. So I don't, I don't know. That's the problem with like the other wives would be like. But um, he didn't really you know. do anything. They're, they're just like That's people, true. Are ta- people are just talking about it. Like, uh, right. Maybe you they know, have a press conference. Like, yeah, I am loyal to my girlfriend. Talking, mm-hmm. you know. I feel like that's 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 good, and then and then they should get married. Cory Booker and Rosario Dawson. Look at us. Yeah, really, we like basically, uh, you know, figured out this whole uh, Democratic twenty twenty. What primary. is it like? Why do you want it? Like, if you're Cory Booker, you're the senator. You're probably you know get elected for the rest of your life. You're dating freaking Rosario Dawson. Why does he want to be president? Uh, What's okay. in it for him? He's just embarrassing himself by getting like two percent. <laughs> Seems like he's a very nice guy. Yeah. Like, well, well, what's the point? You want it? Like, there's a lot of stress <laughs> to be the president. Why would you want to be the president unless you're a lunatic? Yeah. I don't know. He's got uh, I mean, big ideas. Okay. All right. Um, we only t- uh, talk about stupid politics, not uh, n- not yeah. policy. Well, there's no way for us to talk about not politics and not be stupid. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, yeah. We're so Gil, Gil Kessler, uh, that he comes out and he says, or I'm sorry, he, that I sh- sh- let me, let me uh, rephrase that. So he starts talking to Blanche and says, yes, okay, I, I've not been honest. Uh, you know, I, I, you know, needed to be an honest city councilman. And you made me realize uh, that he ends up uh, saying to Blanche, you get the sit down that not only did he lie about this, he also is not who he says he was, that he talks about how he had an operation and he used to be a part-time stenographer and he was born as Anna Maria Bonaducci. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a big revelation really, that he's a Bonaducci. Yeah. And there's really no, uh, you know, like the show is playing it off like it's this big deal. But there's also like no, they're not like, you know, preparing you for it. Like there's no like, oh, you know, they had no like innuendo or anything. Yeah. Yeah. 
it's completely out of the blue. And so I do think that the Golden Girls does get a lot of credit for being sort of like, a, you know, a, a, a progressive a, ahead of its time show, mm-hmm. but not Ish. the finest moment, probably, for the Golden Girls. It's funny because they probably thought they nailed it. You know, they they sort of uh, they sort of because they're not it's again, it's not very heavy handed for most of the episode. Mm-hmm. They're not really making jokes about it. He's only saying it in the sense that like, well, you know, I needed like this is who I need to be for my, you know, to spread my wings and fly. Nobody's like, you know, people are do gasp, I think, when he says it. Right. <laughs> yeah, I do. That it was just sort of it's just sort of dropped on you of uh, yeah. not who I said I was. I was mm-hmm. born Anna Maria Bonaducci, and so then, and then we see the reaction from the Golden Girls when they when they find this information out. Yeah, and one of the best parts of the episode is when the mom drops drops her line. Mm-hmm. What did she say? That, that, well, Sophia or uh, uh, says that I knew it. I knew he was lying. He's 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 not. He, he with that nose, he has to be Italian. Yeah uh rose and dorothy are trying to uh work this out where rose you know she's often uh confused about things she's asking about his parts and do they work and mm-hmm. uh dorothy ends up uh yelling at her that i look i don't know how it works and uh we end up uh <laughs> then uh getting blanche coming in and so they end up uh having a conversation about uh how blanche isn't mad at them Anyway, long story short, Blanche is going to end up uh, then she wouldn't lie to her friends. And she says, you know, sometimes I exaggerate my stories and I haven't, you know, just because, you know, you had a boring day doesn't mean that other people have to suffer through a boring story. Uh, And then they ask her the truth about a bunch of different people. And then uh, what is she? Is she basically like, was she lying about these different people that they throw? Yeah, not clear. But she says it's true to every story she told. There was a guy when I was in high school who was like the one ladies man when we were you know, in <laughs> grade or whatever. Yeah. And he would always tell these wild stories. And of course, you want to believe them because like everyone else, like no girls knew my name. Like it was exciting to hear these stories. Right. Yeah. Um, and then one w- we ended up catching that he was lying because one of his stories was like he went to um, uh, a path mark or, or uh, you know, a Dwayne Reed or something and like met a worker there and like hooked up with her in the back. Mm-hmm. But then, like, he retold the story, like, two weeks later, or he, like, went back to the store, and it had gone from, like, a Dwayne Reed to a CVS. Hmm. <laughs> like, it switched accidentally switched story, and then when we called him on it, he admitted he was lying. Oh. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I don't um, know. It's not clear if she's lying or not. Uh, she's, you know, stre- it's weird because she stretches the truth, I guess, like, for her own entertainment, and, like, and, and they like the stories, but, like, she also thinks they judge her about it, so it's a little weird. Plan. Yeah. All right. So... There we go. Golden Girls season three, episode seven. Uh, did we get any comments or feedback about this Golden Girls episode? Not really. We didn't really encourage people to watch it. Can I tell you a couple more things? Sure. Um, first of all, the spinoff, which was called The Golden Palace, has three of our four stars, like we said. No B. Arthur. Mm-hmm. But do you know who the two main uh, newbies are on the show? The two main newbies? Uh, no. The two workers in the hotel, Don Cheadle. Oh. And Cheech from Cheech and Chong. Yeah. Cheech Marin, I, I remember that. Does anybody like Cheech and Chong? Like, I feel like they're always oh, like shoehorned into did. things. Yeah. 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 I don't know. I oh. feel like they're always like just coming up and 
Like their own things must have been terrible, right? Like when it's like Cheech and Chong. You never saw any Cheech and Chong movie? I probably did. I, I had like so many, uh, you know, cable channels when I was a kid. So they mm-hmm. were on a lot. I never thought they were good. I also like wasn't into like that sort of culture. Yeah, I, I, well, I think you have to be in a sort of state of mind uh, to sure. uh, really appreciate uh, what they had going on in those movies. Yeah, uh, probably. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, I, I've seen I've seen a couple of them. I mean, look, uh, I think that they had a uh, like a, like I mean they're so stupid. Yeah, can we can we uh, can we cast uh, the the new Golden Girls? Sure, let's we move let's to the do it. So, all right, uh, now are we casting a new Rose who is a woman who is somebody who is like of the same age as the rest of the cast, but she's wearing prosthetics? Or we could do that, or or somebody older. Either okay. way, I think works. I think this is a little bit of a challenge. So, all right, so are, are we looking for like like sitcom stars, or are you going to cast like movie stars? It could be movie stars. I feel like people who realistically could do a TV show. Okay. All right. Uh, give me your new Golden Girls. Do you have any th- any thoughts on this? I'm just thinking. Uh, all right. Uh, Kim Basinger is 65. Wait, wait, what do you, think? Get, well, you think you could get Kim Basinger? Is she a, a comedy person? Like, I, my, my first thought, listen to this. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. The Sex in the City cast. <laughs> all four of them? Yeah. Okay. They're the new Golden Girls. That's not bad. <laughs> what do you That's think? I, I mean, I like how, it. How I think old you, is I, uh, SJP? I think they say no. I think SJP think is a hard no. I think, I they, say, I think they, say, they say no because uh, they hate each other. Uh, Rob, yes. if, you're, if you're SJP's agent She's and you bring 54. the star. Okay, Rob, if, if you're SJP's agent and you bring Sir, you're getting fired that day. Okay, fine. Fine. You're bring her. She wants to play younger. Oh, She's not, oh she- sorry. Sorry, uh, SJP. You're too you're too good to play Dorothy in the new reboot of the Golden Girls. Okay. What for the what, younger I, Blanche I guess you're Devereaux anti role? B. Arthur. <laughs> yeah. Who's anti B. Arthur? For the younger for the younger role, let's say someone who needs to be about fifty five. I've got two names for you, okay? Kim Cattrall. That's not bad. Courtney Cox, she was in a show called Cougar Town. She's 55. Mm-hmm. Vivica A. Fox. Oh. Also 55. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like uh I I like this. I like uh, uh Courtney Cox, I can't I can't see. I know. Uh, and she also did Cougar Town. I think Vivica A. Fox, that's a winner. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, so yeah. you're not into Kim Basinger. Yes. Goldie Hawn? Goldie, she'd oh, be like a, the a mom. Gold, yeah, well, Goldie, I was gonna say Goldie Hawn. I think is probably at least seventy, right? I mean, you could be in the, on the show and be seventy. Well, she's, she's seventy-five, I think. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think that the idea is we're looking for uh, women that are, you know, uh, not necessarily, you know, uh, you know, uh, you know. I think late late fifties, I think, is what we're looking for. Susan Sarandon. She's on Twitter. I feel like all is day she, she would do it. Is she is she a comedy? I feel person? like she's probably funny. Probably she could do both. Like I feel like we should stick to like people that are like uh, like out of the sitcom world. Okay, who's who else? Oh, she just uh, hurt her face yesterday, Susan. <laughs> she hurt her face. She hit her head, suffered a concussion, and fractured her nose. Yeah, she's seventy three. Susan Sarandon. Let's see. What, what if we just worked in the world of like '90s uh, sitcom stars? Okay, who's Devito's wife? Could she be the mom? Uh, Rhea, Rhea Perlman? Perlman from yeah from Chicksha. Could she be the mom at the table? Does she still work? I I yeah I guess so. Uh... Helen Hunt. 
You think Helen Hunt? I mean, I know that they rebooted Mad About You. Yeah, it just came back. that's going to be gone. I feel like that we should talk about that, the Mad About You reboot. Um, Yeah, uh, supposedly it's not great. Yeah. Oh, you don't don't say? Seppenwald did not, uh, was not a fan. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Yeah, I do feel like Lisa... What was the demand? Lisa Kudrow, I feel like, could be part of our... Are we just uh, doing all the friends? You want to do, like, the three female friends? No, actually, I don't think that Aniston or Courtney Cox would be good, but I think that Lisa Kudrow could be the new Rose. Okay. Uh, 90s sitcom stars. Mm-hmm. I'm trying, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. But Pat- Patricia Heaton? Uh, she has a show already right now. What about yeah. Christy Alley? Can we get her in there? You could probably, I think you, I, I think she's big on Twitter. I think if you got her off Twitter, it'd be probably a good. Yeah, Christy Alley. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Alley's why gettable. Why don't we let people send us in there? Yeah, uh, send new, us your best cast and we could read them next week in the mail. Your new Golden Girls uh, reboot cast. All right. Anything mm-hmm. else on Golden Girls? No, I just really like the show. I would definitely, you know, watch uh, watch some more, uh, you know, watch more uh, Golden Girls. Like I would happily, t- you know, watch some more episodes yeah. now, see see what, what the gang is up to. Yeah, they're still iconic. Uh, do you think that the, should they not remake the Golden Girls? Like, uh, could no, you not I think they could remake that it. magic? I think you remake it because what you do is you bring more attention to the original series. All right. How about this? Because right now the, nobody's talking about it. Could the reboot be the go- Golden Guys? So it's just like four <laughs> guys. Uh, yeah, you could do it. I mean, I feel like a lot of shows I think like that'd that would be like, uh, you know, sacrilege to do like the reverse Ghostbusters on uh, the Golden Girls. People would be Who's, Who are the four Golden Guys? You get Ray Ram- <laughs> You want Brad Garrett? Who is not uh, in the Monsters, by the way. <laughs> Like Ray Romano and Brad Garrett is two of them. I, I think that maybe they used to joke on Everyone's Raymond that he was Herman Monster. Yeah, um, Danny DeVito could be could be the mom. Again, he, Danny, you know, could, yeah, so Danny, <laughs> you're really stuck on this Danny DeVito uh, Rhea Perlman uh, marriage. Yeah, yeah. I think. Yeah, I don't know. I, I yeah, you could get Romano. You're not getting Seinfeld. LD. You think you could get LD I, for the Golden Guys? Uh, no, but I do think you could get um, uh, George. Oh yeah, that's a good Jason one, Jason Alexander. Alexander. Yeah, this is exactly what he would do. He would be he would be up for it. <laughs> oh yeah, he's signing on for sure. Jason Alexander is up there. So all right, uh, maybe maybe uh, like uh, if you could do maybe if you bring back the Golden Girls and it's a hit, maybe you could spin off the Golden Guys. But I don't think you can go mm-hmm. right to Golden. Oh, we bring guys. back the Golden Palace. Um, no, the Golden Palace I think was not uh, a hit. They ran a hotel. No, but Cheadle's got much bigger now, and I think Cheech and Chong are probably looking for it. If they could get Don Cheadle again, then they could bring back Golden Palace. Mm. Cheadle could could be had if this is like an Apple TV show and they're throwing two million episode at him, like they are for you know Reese and Jennifer Aniston. Mm-hmm. Yeah, more Twitter followers, Cheadle or um, or Rosario. Uh, Ahmed, Ahmed Rosario. No, no, Ahmed Rosario probably oh, does not have Rosa- Rosario Dawson. Rosario Dawson, sorry. Uh, I'll say uh Rosario Dawson. No, it's close. So uh, Rosario, I think, had like had, it has Gila's is eight twelve. Rosario Dawson is a little lower. Than that. Okay. okay, all right. Uh, there you go. All right, Uncle Kiwi, you ready to talk about the mailbag? Let's do it. Okay. All right. Akiva, before we get into the mailbag of suggestions, Mm -hmm. let me take a moment and thank our sponsor for this episode of the podcast. Those are our friends over at betonline.ag, the presenting sponsor of the podcast one, Sportsnet 
challenge where I am competing against the other podcast one hosts in order to win $5,000 for the charity of my choice. Trying, trying very hard to do something, do it, do another noble thing and uh, win, win some money from charity. But it's been, it's been a tough go. There've been uh, too many upsets in the NFL this year. Yeah, you were red, you were red hot at the beginning, and now you've really slowed down. I was I was red hot. You know, I ended up I learned so much about fantasy football like in August that I have like a really good sense of the NFL like the first couple of weeks of the season, and then and then Survivor starts, and then you know I end up like uh, not <laughs> I lose I lose my edge a little bit. Mm-hmm. What do you What are you gonna do? But anyway, so. We've got uh, a lot of stuff going on, of course, uh, all the time at the Podcast One uh, Sportsnet Challenge. You could follow uh, with the Twitter hashtag Sportsnet Challenge, the NFL, college football, NBA action, all continuing to heat up with uh, games that you're not going to want to miss out on. Visit our good friends and exclusive partner, Podcast One, betonline.ag to take advantage of the best bonuses in the business. Sign up for a free account and make sure to use that promo code Podcast One for your 50% sign up bonus. Uh, so many games. Uh, going on in week 12 in the NFL and in uh, college football as well. Don't forget about everything that's coming up uh, next week with Thanksgiving. Lots of stuff uh, with the NBA, with uh, Boston at the Clippers, Houston at Denver, San Antonio at Philly, uh, Houston at the Clippers as well. Visit betonline.ag and don't forget that promo code podcast one for your 50% sign up bonus at betonline.ag, your online sportsbook experts. All right, Akiva, let's talk about the mailbag. All right, what what do you have in store? Well, can I update something that I've sort Please. of been uh, negligent about for several weeks, really almost a month now? Yeah. Oh, it could be so nope. many things. Yeah. Nobody's talking about Halloween anymore. No. But, uh, we did have a sort of, uh, we had discussed having a, an episode where we have listeners dress up as Renap-related characters for Halloween, and we mm-hmm. did end up making a, a contest, but... Uh, we got a lot of ideas, and I'd like to, you know, congratulate our winner and also very briefly mention a couple of the other costumes. Okay. That wore. Yes. So our friend Jim Crumley famously made the wheel. He went as Renap Two Face. Half his costume was Cal Ripken, and half his costume was Kevin Costner. <laughs> Did anybody know what that was? Probably not, but you know, he he pleased himself, and that's really what a Halloween costume is about. Okay. Uh, Danceneski dressed up as the real Avril Lavigne. Okay. Um. Uh. We had a uh, we had a couple baby Rowans. Mm-hmm. We had the King Cake baby. Not all these. A lot. Some of these people dressed up as them, but and, and some of them did not. Uh. Sexy Mister Rogers. Some of these were just ideas. Sally wait, wait, Slasher. Well, what does Sexy Mister Rogers have to I do? I don't know. With, there was Sexy uh, Mister Rogers. Well. Uh. It's he says the news AF crossover. Yes. Yeah. We never talk about yes. Mister Rogers. Yes. I believe um, me. I would love to. That I, I I might go see the Mister Rogers movie and do a podcast about it. Yeah. Uh, uh, someone wants to dress up as Mi- Missy. Someone wants to dress up as Balky Bartakalopoulos. Um Yeah. Somebody wants to be the Russian chess guy from Say by the Bell. Yes. Uh, someone wants to wear a an adult diaper with the names of all the movies we've covered over it. Mm-hmm. Uh, someone wanted to be the Aha Music Video. Yeah. Someone was, I believe, the yes, Aha Music yes. Video. Uh, Kristen um, Liner call. Hmm. Uh. Um. Someone wants to be trash because we everything is trash and mm-hmm. it would be like uh, MTV shows and. Uh, but then the winner was uh, Angela Marvel, who went as Baby Rowan for Halloween. Okay, uh, with a sash that said Rowan. She she now, tweeted it and uh, she got a lot of likes. It was really. How cool. did you determine the winner? You just picked one. Yeah, I just picked the the one that got the most likes on Twitter. Okay, there you go. Uh, so all right, so what what does she win? She gets to be on a mailbag. 
I think so. I think that's yeah. what we said. By the way, so, who okay. are the outstanding mail? First of all, where where's Megan Z on a mailbag? I've invited her on this mailbag. Yeah, we should say this is other than movie podcasts. I believe this is the first time since the 30s. We're in episode 59. Yeah, where it's just been the two of us the whole time. So yeah. the people who hate the FOPs, they must love that. They better love this episode. Oh, I want to yeah. hear a lot of yeah. praise. Yeah, uh, well, we'll, I'm sure we'll get the uh, best episode ever. Or that 100. Uh, so. We better. Otherwise, those people are hypocrites because they. They hate the FOPs, even though the FOPs, the friends of the pod, they uh, a lot of the classics recently have had FOPs on them. Mm-hmm. I gotta say, yeah. So, all right. So, yeah, we need uh, Megan Z still outstanding for a mailbag mm-hmm. appearance. Yes. Uh, then, yeah, I invited I, her. She was not available. Who was Baby Rowan? Uh, Angela. Angela. And she I come on with did, us. Did anybody else? Did anybody else win a, a mailbag visit? I don't think anybody else won one yet. Uh, we have some podcasts where that's a prize. But we also have Melissa Denny, uh, you know, she's supposed to come oh, money on with in the us bank. for an episode. Yeah. Yeah, money in she's the got bank. a money in the bank. Yeah. Okay. Uh, holding um, my breath. Also, uh, mixed bag on the feedback for win, loser, bra. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if we have a full episode out of it. You know, I don't know. I don't know what the idea is. <laughs> so sorry to Hannah, who mm-hmm. uh, was very much looking forward to us uh, losing money and then uh, her getting to buy new bras with that money but mm-hmm. it seems like Although a couple uh, listeners said they'd buy her a bra so maybe she got one out of it actually yeah okay all right well um i feel like that we need to have the guests sign a waiver um yeah that's true by, by the way don't buy anybody anything for <laughs> us get, you could send us stuff but don't buy anybody any underwear um would you accept you. underwear from listeners yeah, if they bought me like boxers on, not like used underwear, but if they bought me boxers, I would, yeah. I would wear them. Well, how, how would your wife feel if uh, female listeners were sending would not you care. underwear? Would not care. <laughs> would not care. My wife it, it, it doesn't have a lot of jealousy. It, she said she always like her line is like, you could have them. I don't care. Yeah. Well, okay. Just cut the check. So um, are you in an open? Is this an open marriage? No, it's no. open in the sense that she <laughs> openly doesn't like me. <laughs> Okay. All right. Let's talk about what we have. What ideas do we have in store, Kiva? Mm-hmm. So I, this is the end of sweeps, right? This is the last November yeah. episode. Um, I mean, maybe the next episode comes out before. It'll probably be December first when it comes out. Um, but uh, the sweeps was a big hit. We put a ton of like big ticket items on the wheel, and now listeners are thinking about December up. Okay. So Jelly K says, what about if during December, the crappy movie diaper, which has been become very controversial. I don't know if you saw <laughs> yeah. the crappy movie diaper transforms into the crappy movie Santa hat filled with Hallmark Christmas movies and the like. Uh, and uh, season three, episode seven, if you want, could also become holiday themed. episodes. Hmm. Now, there was a big to do, Rob, that Hallmark for the first time ever was making two Hanukkah movies, right? Oh. Two Hanukkah movies. Okay. However, yes. the reviews are out, and the two movies that they patted themselves on the back for making are essentially Christmas movies that have very, very little <laughs> reference towards Hanukkah. Uh, but should, well, look, should if, we tear one apart? I don't yes, know. If you want to cover a uh, Hanukkah movie, uh, a mm-hmm. holiday Hanukkah movie, I, w- I would love to. I feel like that that would be uh, very well received. Okay. Also on RHAP proper, I am in discussion to uh, cover a holiday film, which is the Facts of Life reunion, uh, which is starring the uh, Survivor contestant Lisa Welchel. Oh, wow. 
didn't know that was happening. Yes, I believe that's coming. Uh, uh, coming uh, actually pretty soon. Okay, is she going to join you, Lisa Welchel? No, no, no. Okay, uh, so we'll, we'll see. We'll see if that comes together. But uh, yeah, if you would like, I don't know how we would work that into the. Is that like? Uh, does it get eight spots on the wheel in December? Oh, I like that. I wasn't even thinking that. The only problem is the first film, Holiday Date, airs on the 14th. Mm-hmm. It follows Brooke, a woman who experiences a breakup shortly before a trip to introduce her boyfriend to her family for Christmas. She instead goes home with Joel, a Jewish actor who opposes her boyfriend since he has never celebrated Christmas. Drava, drama, of course, ensues. Now, if you're a smart person, Rob, you are a smart person. Mm-hmm. You're thinking, if this is a Hanukkah movie, shouldn't it be about a Gentile going to a Jewish house and learning about all the Jewish traditions? Hmm. Not the one guy on earth who doesn't know Christmas traditions, which I know. I mean, I've never been to Christmas. Like, that makes no sense, right? Mm-hmm. It's insane. Like, the, the plot should be completely the other way. Yeah. That she should be going home and learning about Hanukkah and teaching the audience about Hanukkah. Not the one more on earth. What's the Christmas tradition that you possibly couldn't know? Can you think uh, of any Christmas traditions that I might not know about? Let me think. Like, I've never drank eggnog but i know it exists i'm sure it's gross uh do you know about elf on a shelf yeah everyone knows about this mm. stuff christmas is like half the culture in america is just christmas it's insane uh, what a stupid plot i think maybe we should destroy that movie the second yeah. hanukkah movie doesn't air till the 22nd it's called double holiday but well, a jewish woman hanukkah? named late this year late, ha- oh, late hanukkah it's a late hanukkah this year Mm-hmm. It's about a Jewish woman named Rebecca whose Hanukkah plans are disrupted when her boss asks her to team up with a rival to plan their office holiday party. They learn that the traditions and celebrations are different. The feelings in the holiday, uh, whatever. Okay. So you're up for that? Uh, yeah, I think I'd be up for it. I, I guess the only that problem is we, we, have, we can't do it this coming week because the movies aren't out yet. Okay, that's fine. You think well, they'll send us a screener? <laughs> I, I could ask. Yeah, probably won't. Yeah. Okay. So... All right. Uh, should we have a uh, a Hanukkah movie dreidel? I love it. I love it. I love it. All right. So for next week, we'll have a Hanukkah movie dreidel. Eight spots on the wheel for the Hanukkah movie dreidel. And then we have all the Hanukkah movies on one side of the dreidel. That's great. Well, there's four. There's four. We did have four movies, right? Four well, I or two and two. Oh, you could do two and two. Yeah. I mean, maybe we could come up with more. I mean, I'm trying to. What two, are other maybe Hanukkah if there's two other Hanukkah movies that are coming out. Are there any other Hanukkah specials? Yeah, let us know if you could think of another Hanukkah movie we could add besides these two Hallmark classics. Uh, is it Eight Crazy Nights? Is that a? Is that a? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. But I don't. I don't have no idea if that would make for a good podcast. But that that is. There okay. aren't a lot of yeah. Hanukkah movies. So right now it's two and two. Okay, so I'm up for that, but it's not going to be this week. <laughs> okay, and that could really like if we miss, we really just have to miss the the um the kind of movie this week. <laughs> okay. But uh, on the. On the Hanukkah movie dreidel, it should be three Hanukkah movies and Eddie. Like, there should be one. <laughs> okay, fine. Okay, I'm with you. I'm with you. It's, I mean, Whoopi Goldberg. I mean, her, I mean, yeah, Whoopi yeah. Goldberg. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. She, I, she is, she's Jewish. I assume she's Jewish. Unless she just, she just picked that name. Whoopi Goldberg, not Jewish. I think it's unclear. Whoopi Goldberg, Jewish. Mm-hmm. Now, her, her, her birth name is Karen Johnson. So that would... That is not a particularly Jewish yeah. name. Whoopi, why why did she switch her name to, to Goldberg? She could have converted. She might have converted. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Whoopi's I mean, I just, not a Jewish name, right? I mean, Whoopi's not really a Gentile name either. <laughs> She's the first Whoopi. 
Yeah, what's the backstory on that? Do we know? I guess I save it all for the Eddie. All the more reason to have it on the Eddie podcast. Okay. All right. Yeah. Regarding her stage surname. All right. Her, her stage name. Oh, we're wasting name, this Whoopi. now. Oh, you want to do? You want to wait for Eddie? Okay, fine. <laughs> you, TBD. Like uh, to be announced later. I mean, I think we, we need will to save into. some juice for the Eddie podcast. Yeah, well, juice. We'll see if she's if we have any juice on the Eddie podcast. Um, yes, we'll find out it, why her name is Whoopi and why her name is Goldberg on the Eddie podcast. Yeah, if it ever happens, it has been. Uh, I feel like that as people also maybe um, a guest for the Ed, Eddie podcast. I think might give it some hype. Maybe we need to like really think about uh, ways to really uh, get get some more hype for the Eddie podcast. Is there like an Eddie super fan out there? Oh, well, maybe a Can Knicks a- fan. Yeah. Should we do a tournament of of people and no. they pitch why they should be on Eddie? No, no. Okay, okay. All, right. all right. So we we got the crappy movie Santa hat, crappy menorah, crappy dreidel. That, mm-hmm. That's a good idea by Rob. Okay, okay. Uh, Kirsten says, "What about Rob and Akiva are dumb idiots?" Which which you mentioned last week. Yeah. People like when it's Rob and Akiva are dumb idiots. So she says both co-hosts reveal something they don't know about and have been too afraid to admit, and then they we get taught. Uh, you teach any listeners who are in the same boat. I guess somebody's coming on and teaching us each about one thing we don't know. Hmm. What would your thing be, though? I mean, there's a lot of things we don't know. Yeah. I'd have to, like, really, you know, do a make a list. I'm, I'm sure there yeah, are Yeah, what do you think for next week about things you don't know that we could learn about? And I'll also... Okay. Because there's so much, but I don't know I'll, I'll what... I'll see if I can make a list of things I'll, I'll write down. Okay. Ask your wife to make a list of things you don't know. She's not a, really a list maker. She's not a list maker. Well, she no. could like say them, and you could just write them down. <laughs> you could physically make the list. I mean, yeah, honey, what don't I know about? Yeah, she would say, "Well, so, so many things." Like, well, what? Well, what is one of them? And she's like, "Well, mm-hmm. uh, uh, I, I, well, I, I don't have a, a specific example." Yeah. Like okay. Yeah. All right. That's that's uh you know she doesn't have a, a great recall. Yeah, my wife does that too sometimes. She's like, give me one example. It's like, well, 10 minutes ago, I could have thought of a half hour, you know, of the 30 of them. But now I now I don't remember any of them. You I, don't remember. I am the one who doesn't remember in our relationship. Yeah. When I can't, when I'm asked for an example. Yeah. Unfortunately, Adyum. I remember everything. Yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately. It's your bless. It's a blessing and a curse. Adyum says, I have an idea for a spinoff of the Cameo cast that will solve the issue of cost and not getting enough content for a podcast. And plus, it also solves the audio versus video issue. Instead of using the Cameo platform, we round up people in the Renap universe to make short 30 to 90 second videos for you two, and they would be sorted and compiled together, and you guys can react. With this, we could even give you funny, we could give people prompts, uh, or get them, or even have a mini roast for the two of you. So what if listeners and, and FOPs did the Cameos for us, which would be free, or maybe we'd pay them like $10. Wait, so the, our listeners sent us in Cameos? Yeah, they're sending us. Cameos. Are they, they're not instead of they're not buying them. It's no, like, they are uh, physically making the cameos. They would be audio cameos also. So it would solve the video aspect of the cameo cast. So we're just getting like messages from people like. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, hey I mean, guys, that's what the cameo cast is. Yeah. But hey, guys, it's hit by a car. Claire just wanted to, yeah. you know, give you guys a shout yeah. out that, you know, mm-hmm. uh, happy birthday in uh, Akiva. Mm hmm. Rob, hope I you guess. have a good Thanksgiving. Yeah. It's on my birthday, what's the sure. point? Yeah. I guess well, there is. A, what's the point of the general cap- cameo yeah. cast? I'm not sure there is. Well, it's celebrities. It's people that we don't normally hear from. True, 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 true. Yeah. Okay. Like, uh, um, hey, hey, Akiva, it's Whoopi Goldberg. Just wanted to say thank you for <laughs> I don't think she's being on. the world's she biggest makes too Eddie much fan. Money. Yeah, I don't think she's on cameo. 
spin the holiday movie dreidel for me. I could see Elizabeth Hasselbeck being on cameo, like some of the X view people. Uh, I bet Elizabeth Hasselbeck is. I bet there are X view people on there. Uh, there might be some current view people on there, but I don't think that. Yeah, some of them there. are really not so famous anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, how many could you name? How many? How many view co-hosts could you name? Right now, Megan McCain, I know, is on there because she's always making some stir on Twitter. Yeah. And uh, is is Joy Behar still there? She is. Uh, the Whoopster's still on yeah. there. Barbara Walters is she totally done or totally she just makes special totally cameo? Okay. Yeah, the other, no, I, bet no the other two, I bet the other two people are, are names we never heard of. Uh, yeah, they're not they're not famous. Yeah, not as famous. Uh, and then how many uh, the talk hosts can you name? I don't know any. I mean, Julie Chen Moonves. No, she's out. Oh, she's out of the talk. She, she's been out long out. Uh, uh, Aisha uh, Tyler is she on that? Um, hold on, hold on. Uh, so let's see the current. Uh, Season twenty one co-host. Uh yeah. Sunny Sunny Hostin? No, that's not a real person. <laughs> yeah. Uh yes, yeah, she's uh a the legal correspondent and uh Oh, she's not the host? And Abby Abby Huntsman is another person. Okay, yeah, yeah. Abby Huntsman is uh is okay. She, but they've I think had she's, a real revolving the, door with like uh the latest open door policy at the talk. You could just show up and begin. Yeah, it's a little bit like the Renat mailbag uh at this mm-hmm. point. Yeah. Yeah. You know. This, so this person won a contest. This person wore a costume. Right. Um, yeah, I think Sarah Gilbert. Uh, and Yeah, uh, that's, who, that's who I was going to guess one of the Roseanne. And um, Sharon Osbourne. I think that okay. they're, st- they're still there. Uh, uh, Cheryl Underwood. Uh, looks like mm-hmm. Eve and uh, Carrie Ann Inaba. There's a lot of people. Oh, uh, is, Marie Osmond is, is on there now, too. Okay, a lot of people. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what about Brant Steele talk versus the view? <laughs> I do. I, it is a funny idea, but I, nobody cares. about it. Yeah. And then there's the real also. That, that's another one. I don't the know. The talk versus the, the real versus the view. Yeah. Like all stars, though. Not just the, the cast. Uh, so we could get yeah. Elizabeth Hasselbeck. You can get Elizabeth Hasselbeck. You can get Barbara Walters. You get Rosie. You get Meredith Vieira. Do, do you think you Elizabeth get... Hasselbeck, like now that she's sort of not famous again, you think there's a possibility they could get her to do Survivor again? No. I, I think not. it's possible. If she needs the cash, it's not impossible. I don't think she needs the cash. Yeah, probably not. Her husband works on ESPN, right? They both, you know, he has a nice salary. Mm-hmm. He made a lot of money for a while. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe yeah. one of them comes for money. Um, all right. 32 fams is an idea from Hook and William. You set up a bracket of the thirty of the thrifty 32 best TV and movie families. Uh, entries can include the Griswolds, the Adams Family, the Simpsons, uh, I guess the Munsters. <sighs> With the new fans. monsters, or the old monsters. I don't know the one with John Shore, with Gil whatever Kessler. His name is. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know. Does this have any juice for you? No, but it's a funny name. Thirty-two fans. If Chester wants to do it, I'll do it on thirty-two fans. Yeah, I mean, I feel like there's uh, not a lot of hype here for me. Mm-hmm. Um. Okay. Some quick ones. Robin and Akiva join a cult. Go on. Or start a cult. There's two ideas. They're both from Jillian. A podcast where you discuss famous cults and banter about whether you join. The cult, by the end of the episode, you determine which cult you guys want to join. Or a podcast where you talk about the sociological definition of a cult and then build a cult of RANAP. You guys would decide the cult's dogma, the cult rules, the cult rituals, the recruitment, ideal profile of cult members, and how you guys are going to make money as cult leaders. So Robin Akiva start a cult or Robin Akiva join a cult. I think it's a funny-ish idea, but then it's... Mm-hmm. 
I, I think that then it starts to be like, well, okay, this cult like uh, murdered these people or people died. Yeah. Like, I think that mm-hmm. the cults like uh, on the surface, I think are funny. But then I think that the more you do a deep dive into the cults, like the less funny cults are. Yeah, probably true. Yeah. Probably true. I mean, our call would be different. Our call would be the one that works. But mm-hmm. I Yeah. Uh, Scott from Detroit says, what about the Mr. and Miss Renat pageant? It worked for Mr. and Miss Survivor, so why not here? Well, okay, Mr. and Mrs. Renap. So uh, now, it's not a beauty pageant. We're not. It's mm. not. It wouldn't be like uh, who's attractive or who's unattractive. No. What What no. would be like? Uh, what would be the difference between that and say like uh, you know uh, uh, third wheel? Minnesota has talent. Yeah. Or, yeah. Uh, where we're gonna have a talent show at one point. Yeah, I'm not sure. I, I do like the idea. Like, what if we did this for a live show? We we cast Mr. and Mrs. Renap. At the next live show. Hmm. Because you think Mr. and Mr. Knapp would be people who come to the live show. Like, if you're really a diehard fan, you're, like, you're coming with us to wherever we're going. Syracuse, New York, or Seattle, or mm-hmm. Chicago, Denver. I don't know. Yeah. So, maybe, like, we're are we talking to them? Uh, it's intriguing, but um, yeah. it would have to be, like, uh, more fleshed out. Yeah, we got to workshop a little. Uh, Scott from Detroit also says, what about Renappy Wood Scares? Probably a logistical nightmare, oh. he says. But uh, this could be a fun ensemble show. Yeah. No, I really like this idea. So basically, we would have, uh, you know, a bunch of people on a conference call. Mm-hmm. And then we would have them. I, I'm not sure necessarily how we would do the logistics of the boxes. But uh, what we would do is then just, uh, you know, record the record the call. And then we would uh, then, you know, uh, be going by, you know, who's in who's in what square. And then uh, we have, uh, you know, X's, X's and O's. Uh, I do like this idea. Yeah, I think it's a good idea. I, I, I think it's it, the only issue here is logistic. I think we have. Uh, well, now remind me, because I wasn't a big Hollywood squares guy. What are the questions being asked of the okay. panelists? So basically, you have the uh, for anybody who was not a Hollywood Squares person, the Hollywood Squares you have you know you have nine celebrities or famous people that are in the squares of a uh, tic tac toe board three by three. Then there's a mm-hmm. host and there's two people who are playing the game trying to get X's and O's. And so the questions are basically uh, like, okay, uh, like all right, Akiva, where are you going? Like, uh, all right, I'm gonna go with uh Puya. Like, uh, all right, Puya. Uh, here's a question for you. Uh, the uh the Oregon Trail is said to be uh this many miles long. Uh, mm-hmm. and he's like, uh, uh, sixty nine. <laughs> uh, no, but seriously, uh, that I believe it's uh. Uh, 2,932. And then you would have to, uh, agree or disagree. And then mm-hmm. if you're, if you're right, then you get the square. And if you're wrong, the other person gets the square. But they like, they give like a joke and then they like give their, uh, real answer. And you have to so say, it's me you versus agree. you. Yes. No, I love, I like this. And how many people do we need? Do we need seven people? We, well, we would need nine and a host. So, 10, so there's 12 of us people. on the call. That would be right. Okay, let's try it. And it could be we could have FOPs and we could have listeners who could pitch themselves to be on Renappy Wood Squares. Yeah. And then they would have to then uh I, I so I I do think that the way that we would do this is then 
we could uh, record everybody and they wouldn't necessarily be need to be in the right spot in the call. We could, I guess, like cut up the video after the fact and then mm-hmm. and and then just uh, put them everywhere where they're supposed to be. Be a okay. little bit of a, t- a logistical, uh, you know, we need a producer also. Yeah. If someone wants to produce, fine. So I don't think we could put it on the wheel today, but I think there's no reason why this let's, shouldn't happen. Let's start to workshop it. Okay. But it's a very good idea. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. You want one more? Sure. Uh, Bizarro Rob and Bizarro Akiva need a podcast from Soaker Freak. Uh, this could be an extended mailbag where listeners submit ideas that Bizarro Akiva and Bar- Bizarro Rob would put on their podcast wheel. Bizarro Rob is probably food obsessed. And loves ideas involving tons of guests. Well, bad news, because the real Rob just put an ideal on that is 12 people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Bizarro Rob. And what do you think Bizarro Rob would be really into? Uh, Bizarro Rob does uh, podcasts uh, where uh, really wants to, you know, uh, you know, uh, probably is doing a lot of like uh, impeachment coverage. Oh, okay. Yeah, uh, it's got like. It would be funny if of... you did an earnest impeachment episode this week, mm-hmm. <laughs> like out of nowhere. It's yeah. totally earnest. Uh, really uh, cover, uh, really breaking down. Uh, you know all the angles on that. Uh, mm-hmm. Maybe ranking the uh, Democratic contenders. Yeah, although um, you know, after the past uh, week and a half of Survivor, it doesn't sound would have been uh, less controversial, so honestly. Yeah. yeah. Uh, then also uh, a lot of Yankee talk. I think. Okay. <laughs> all right um yeah uh one more from daniel robin akiva, of, like big twitter fights i think yes robin akiva hosts the live telethon he says robin akiva picked charity to raise money for and that could be a whole bit also coming up with the charity of your choice and then the podcast would have um you, you would field calls from whoever wanted to call in and then if you call in you're donating money to the charity hmm. it also has cameos or other sort of you know mini bits that don't go too long uh, you could also give awards. The telephone could be an award joke. So I, I do like this idea. I think that that would be a, a fun show. I think we'd have to pick the right charity. And mm-hmm. if somebody, so if somebody came, you know, to us with like the right cause, like I feel like that we could uh, definitely raise some money. Yeah. Yeah. I would consider that. Like, I think that we could probably come up with, uh, you know, fun stuff also. Yeah, I think we do that. I think that one is realistic and Renappy Wood Squares. I think we have two here that are realistic, plus the I think one we're definitely going to do, which is the, the Hanukkah dreidel diaper thing. Mm-hmm. But uh, we just we have to get closer to Hanukkah. Did we get any voicemails? We always get voicemails. I don't know if we got any that need to be played, to be honest. <laughs> well, can okay. I make a request to the listeners? Sure. Rob? Sure. Stop. Stop calling in with the Boston Rob voice. Oh, We've okay. had like five let's, people let's, do that recently. Well, should we let's do a, a, a one just to see that it's not good? Uh, fine. Do Jamie T. He's the latest person to do it, but certainly okay. not the only one. Okay. Uh, I see one that is listed as Boston Rob. Okay. Here's J- Jamie yes. T. Hey, sister Nina. I've got an idea for you to actually. It's called Robin Akiva Smarting Up. <laughs> Come on. You didn't think I had a real idea, did you? But I do. And it's called the impression tournament. You <laughs> and maybe one other person will pit your impressions against each other in a tournament style door. Make no mistake about it. This is a good idea. I know how to win fans over. And this will win every single fan over. Even that Uncle Kiwi guy. <laughs> yeah. All right. What do you think about a tour- an impression bracket? 
It's good, except you do impressions and I don't, so I'm not sure how it but, works. But it would be from the listeners. Yeah. Uh, if the listeners, listeners want to do impressions. With like, uh, like uh, all right, this is uh, Sean Connery. Uh, and then they're like, uh, okay, does this, does this move on? Or does this, like, uh, I think an impression bracket would be fun. Yeah, if it's just the listeners, I'm 100% in. Yeah, not, it's not like me versus you. Yeah, I was thinking, like, it doesn't make sense. All right, we could even, like, pre-do them where we have um yeah where we, they they call in and yeah, do, they, they call do a 30 in and second leave impression the, beforehand so we don't need them all on the air i think yeah, that's, and then what that's, would they what would they do would they like go head to go head to head or and then like be like advancing yeah you'd, you'd have to have like three different impressions like so similar to the hot take tournament <sighs> so if you advance uh, i kind of maybe, feel like that one person could have like an amazing impression and I don't know if they need to have three great impressions. Well, maybe you're just doing more of it. We're hearing more of the same. You know, do another 30 seconds of Sean Connery in the second mm-hmm. round. Yeah. Okay, great. So, so you're not doing four different people. You're just keep going. Like you're giving multiple, us four different ones. Yeah. Like yeah, don't give us we're like doing t- Sean like Connery say, versus Taylor Swift or whatever. Right. Yeah, here's my, uh, you know, one one second that I sound exactly like J-Lo. And then mm-hmm. all of a sudden then you have not, nothing else. So. Uh, so so basically three rounds of thirty seconds and then uh, you advance. I, I love the impression tournament. Yeah. All right. You want to put it on the wheel? Yeah. Good. Good job, Boston Rob. <laughs> Jamie T. Yeah. Impression tournament. Uh, well, I think that it should not go on the wheel. I think that we need to start getting. Yeah. Yes. You're right. You're right. Impr- you're right. The impressions. Yeah. So. All right. So it's it's put approved. it into the wheel waiting room. I'm gonna have to. But, I will say, uh, Kirsten McGinn. We've had two people really be super uh, helpful recently, and that's Jess East, who who every week I forward her every single mm-hmm. uh, pitch I like, and she puts them in the thing. In addition to uh, getting married, she's also in addition to getting married. In addition, she's also going to come on the podcast, maybe even next week for Wheel or No Wheel. Um, but she's done that. And Chris McGinnis has working on like five different podcasts behind the scenes. She. Uh, wow. You know, we're, we're, we're about to launch the best friends finder where people are going to find their best friends. And for 2020, they're going to be best friends with them. And we'll revisit that in 12 months. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll come questions for that. She's got a couple other ones that she she worked on. But um, I think maybe I don't know if this is up her alley. Fine. If not, I need uh, someone to really help me with the impression. So, yeah, I think what we'll do is we'll have like a Google Doc and then they could send the impression. I don't know. Can you send audio over? I'm gonna have to figure it out. But, yeah. Uh, stay tuned to my Twitter, and and we'll um, we'll uh, we'll tell you how to submit your impressions. Yeah, I really do like ideas that are sort of like about the end of the decade. I know it's a lot of people like, uh, here's me at the start of the decade, and here's me at mm-hmm. the end of the decade. Uh, yeah. But you know, I I think that that might be fun to do some sort of end of decade stuff. But what what if we found stuff that was like from 2009 that was talking about the the past decade, like the uh, like if we took a look at like best of the decade lists from the end of 2009. Yeah. Well, what about predictions for this for this decade? Also, predictions about what the 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 coming decade yeah. is going to be yeah, in two thousand nine. Predictions of what would happen. Uh, if people have that, then uh, I would love to you know to see those. But I, I but I do mm-hmm. feel like that you know uh, something like going back to like the start of this decade. I feel like that that's in our wheelhouse. Yeah. More so. Yeah, than you know, us I keep announcing. pitching. Yeah, I keep pitching this to Chester, like, let's do the best song, the best movie, but he's so, I don't know, he's pretty rigid about it. He doesn't want to really do them. Why? It seems like I, a very 32 fan side. I don't know. I said, let's do the best TV show. He's like, well, how would you do it? Like, whatever my favorite TV show is, like, I'm always going to vote for that. Yeah. Uh, I mean, in terms of the song of the decade that we've already established. Uh, <laughs> song of the decade. Yeah. 
Yep. <laughs> all right. Well, I, I do like that stuff. Uh, all right. Uh, you want to hear another Boston Rob idea? <laughs> I think we played it. No, I, I have one here that says it's actually from Boston Rob. Okay, uh, should let's, should let's all the ideas come in as Boston Rob? No, no, that's too confusing. I like knowing who sent it in. I mean, it's usually John John, but... Okay. Hey, Cicinino. This is Boston Rob from Survivor. Marquesas. <laughs> I have an idea for the wheel. My idea is that Rob and Akiva smarten up. Rob and Akiva will go to a different podcast <laughs> and learn podcasting lessons from a podcasting idol. Like me, Boston Rob. This is not the guy from before, by the way. <laughs> Why is this, this guy Boston Rob ent- talking to third person so much? I have no idea. I, do you think this guy should enter the impression tournament? No. <laughs> hey, impression guy, smart up. Boston Rob from Marquesas does not talk like that. <laughs> what if Frank Caliendo enters the impression tournament? He's just going to smoke everybody, right? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Boston Rob is like uh, the Carl Malone impression for this guy. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. All right. So, there you go. Uh, okay, Akiva, any, any other ideas? No, I think we got enough for this week. I think we're ready to spin the wheel. Okay. All right. So, let's talk about our wheel. Where we mm-hmm. are, Where we are right now. As we head into episode number 60 next week. Can you believe it? Yeah, they said we'd never get to 60. They said. I mean, we still might I, I not. But I think yeah, I think we had an over-under, uh, like in January, how many episodes we were going to do this Yes, we year. did. It was 45 yeah. and a half. But do you know what, when we started with? Because I don't know off the top of my head. I don't know. But, uh, like, I'm pretty sure, like, did, uh, did we, like, uh can't imagine we missed more than three weeks over the course no, of the year. No, we really didn't. I don't even think we missed three. Yeah. So maybe the rest of the year will get wiped out and uh, somehow we'll won't cover. But I think we got. You want to take one. time off? <laughs> um, well, let's let's see as we get towards the um, you know uh, the holidays. End, end, I know you. Year, I know you want to spend more time with your family. So I want to spend I, I more understand. time. Yeah, you know, yeah. Uh, I usually you know uh, I'm in no rush to uh, get to uh, Christmas, but uh, this year has been a little different. Very very much looking forward to uh, last week of December. Okay, all right, Akiva. Mm-hmm. Let's uh, talk about what's on the wheel. Season three, episode seven is down to zero, zero, zero. Spots. Sorry. And I think we will probably nobody sent us a a Royal Rumble or, or a Survivor Series of the Sat- yeah, of the Second that, City crew. I saw John John asked, hey, do you need a Royal Rumble? No, want a Survivor Series. No, I spoke to him. I said I gave him the four characters from each show. Yeah, uh, and I haven't heard back. So if we don't have that, um, by, I want a, like, a Survivor Series. Yeah, if we don't have it by Monday, though, then uh, I'm just putting up the poll for Sex in the City versus Boy Meets World. Mm, okay, all right. Uh, give it till Tuesday. This podcast is only going to come out Sunday night. Okay. Well, he either made it or he didn't. I could ask him right now. Okay. All right. Uh, so we have a coin flip. We have Where in the World is Carmen San Diego with Eric Stein, the crappy movie diaper, two spots. Well, is that, should that be one? We we argued about the crappy movie we said in thing last time it got vetoed. That, this is why no, we, but it uh, got vetoed. Where it went is... down to zero. This week it's at one. Aisha agreed with me. What? You don't think so? We did, after, we had this argument when I vetoed veto, it. After a veto, it goes down to one. 
So we had this argument last time, if you remember. Yes. And we flipped the coin because we couldn't agree. You want to flip the coin again? One or two? This exact. We had this what? exact. It's like deja vu. We had this argument a few weeks ago. Yeah. Here, look, I think this is a great time to bring in this email from uh, da- Daniel Strunk, who no, no. wrote to me. Uh, as a follow-up to the uh, below, uh, that uh, that you would ask constitutional scholars to reach out to you on a recent Robin Akivanita podcast in case you decided to undertake the task of codifying an RHAP constitution. Uh, I mm-hmm. can't claim to be a constitutional scholar, but I've spent over a decade studying this sort of stuff, and constitutional interpretation is an aspect of my current job. I can provide more details on my background and experience in the field if need be, but I'm happy to volunteer in whatever role should prove helpful. To be clear, I'd be happy to do stuff uh, behind the scenes. This isn't an attempt to get on the podcast. I just genuinely love stuff related to constitutional interpretation. I've met both you and Fishback a few times. If you need a reference, I'm not a wackadoodle. So, uh, I mean, we have people who are clamoring to codify a constitution. Yeah, so I got an email this week from Curtis Morrison at Curtis M. Morrison on Twitter. Yes. And he said that he, without a sort of any permission, went and he's working on it with a bunch of like FOPs. He's working on the Constitution, even sent me a thing. So maybe this guy should hook up with Curtis. Okay. And they and they can sort of do it together or something. So is, but, uh, yeah, we a lot of we had a lot of uh, lawyers write in and want to be lawyers right in okay. and say they're working on the Constitution. All right. So then we need to put this. Okay, so who's in charge of it? I think Curtis. Curtis. Okay. So we need to put everybody in touch with Curtis. Are you are you on that? Yeah, I'm on it. I'll, I'll okay. put everyone who right. emails it. I didn't get the email Dan- you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. Well, it got sent just to me because people know oh, that you man. don't take this seriously. Uh, what do you mean? I'm I, I'm the one who reads the emails. You, you want to send an email about? You're, you, yeah, you're loosey goosey. That you just are just like a whatever I feel like. That that's what the Constitution is. <laughs> well, that's what it should be. Why are we giving the power to the people when we've done such a great job in charge? No, no, that's exactly, we are benevolent uh, like, dictators yeah, of this podcast. No, no, Rob. no, no. no. Uh, I'm like uh, George Washington. Uh, that we yeah. need to. You never tell a lie. Term limits. We we need. Yes. Yeah. What we're getting rid of ourselves on term limits. <laughs> Well, look, if I don't know, I don't know. This should be in the Constitution. We that should be in the, the Constitution. Constitution. Well, oh, I, I no. look, I, I don't want a. Uh, we might end a, up watching Eddie every week if we let <laughs> if we give the power to the people. No, that this is how to prevent the, us not watching Eddie every week. Okay. And this is yeah, how people, we prevent having a Matt bracket every week. People, the Matt bracket was going to get through under any and and in any era. Under any sort of administration. Wait, I've, uh, people say that if we don't want to do something, maybe this should be in the Constitution. Like, we don't want to watch Eddie. We have to commit to a punishment. So, like, if we said, instead of Eddie, we were, we're going to watch the first episode of Scum and talk about it next week, we wouldn't have to watch Eddie. And we could kick. That's a way to kick a movie okay. or a TV show well, out of the diaper. That should be the in the Constitution. That, okay, so, I, I feel like that once the Constitution is written, I feel like that Robin Akiva ratified the Constitution should be on the wheel. And we go through it and we read all the rules and then we say, okay, this is, uh, we sign off on this. Mm-hmm. I still think it's, I, I agree, but I still think it's a mailbag episode. Like, I think it's instead of the mailbag one week. Because I, I think it's too too technical. Put a, po- for... put a poll up on that. Should, it, should Robin Akiva okay. ratify the Constitution? No, but be... see, now we need a Constitution just to have a poll for that. Because Why? we know better than the listeners. <laughs> I know that that episode will be our least popular, least listened to episode. Because nobody cares about it. We had a Hannah on, great guest last week. We started talking about the constitutional con- 
con- you know, Congress. What if we had a great guest? She's snoring. Yeah. Who? Hannah? No, well, any guest. If it was like, who do you want? You want Alina Kagan? Who? <laughs> From the She's Supreme on the Court? Supreme yeah. Court. Yeah. Sonia I mean, Sotomayor. I mean, I think we probably get more downloads uh, with like Liana. You think Liana does more downloads than Kagan? Who's listening to Kagan on a podcast? I mean, we freaking get the Supreme Court justice. You, you know how and she's not talking about Supreme Court cases. She's talking about the Renap Constitution. Who knows more about the freaking Supreme Court than Elena Kagan? But it's that we're talking about the Constitution, not the. Yeah, but she would have. To, I mean, obviously, she have to listen to the first sixty episodes of Renap, like before she came on. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think? I don't know. We probably end up getting like uh, what's the Nat- Nationals tickets guy? We probably end up getting Kavanaugh. I don't know if we get. That. I don't know if we get cake. Oh boy! Yeah, we need a constitution. Okay, fine. It's working on it. It is coming. I'm not against it. People think I'm against it. I am not against it. Yeah, people. I, I support the constitution. Yeah, uh, I think you have no little faith in the listeners. They want. They want I have faith order. in the listeners. I just have more faith in in you and me. <laughs> All right. Here's what else is coming up. So, yeah. all right, uh, Mount Rushmore, People's Choice, yep. Third Wheel, Game Night, King of the Mats, Wheel or No Wheel, Robin Akiva versus a Sixth Grader, uh, and mm-hmm. a Sleepover Podcast. Yep. Okay. All right? Do you know what's been on the longest? I was looking at a picture of uh, Jim Crumley's wheel that he made in July. So it's mm. been four months. What? There's only one show in its current iteration that was on the wheel four months ago. Uh, Mount Rushmore. Yeah, good call. Uh, the Eric Stein show was was a different show then, but it was also on the wheel. Okay, that's been on for a long time. All right. So, all right, let's open up the wheel. Episode number sixty. Are we cleaning out the wheel waiting room next week, or have anything uh, yes. planned for that? Yes. And okay. also, how about this? The mailbag next week. Yes. I went through um some of the five six hundred rejected ideas, and I'm going to bring some of them back for the mailbag next week, and we'll see if maybe we want to have a second look at at a few mailbag okay. ideas that we nicked. No vetoes are in play. No, today. but we sort of have a veto. What's the veto? We have we have the best we have the friends veto where if we each do our half veto, it becomes a full veto. Boy, is that canon? Yeah, that is canon. We've had we talked about it the whole year. That's canon. Okay. All right. So You have to turn a key and I have to turn a key. Okay. All right, that'll be real controversial. Okay. That right. will be. Especially if it's Eddie for a third time. Okay. All right. Now I'm ready for Eddie. And I want to know why Whoopi is Whoopi. Okay. Yeah. All right. Here we go. Spinning the wheel. Episode number 60. You can believe it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Big six zero. What's coming up next week? Ooh. Uh, is like, it going to be a December to remember up? Uh, it might be because it is the people's choice. Ooh, it is okay. so cl- it is so close. It is like a millimeter, not even. Like it is a hair between Mount Rushmore and People's Choice. Uh, mm-hmm. but it is going to be the People's Choice. So now we are going to now spin the wheel three more times. A, a real turducken of wheel wow. choices uh coming up this week. Can I say something, Rob? The um last time we did this, it's only come up once in, in sixty episodes. Yes. The Royal Rumble, Gave which was the over, the Royal, you know, Royal Rumble. Yeah. The Royal Rumble was the only was the only one that was a lock. It was going to destroy everything. I think it won like sixty five to fifteen or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you? What is the? What is the one that ever, no one wants to face? You think the Sleepover Podcast is an automatic winner here? Yeah. Okay. All right. So, got three chances to come up. All right. Here we go. All right. Entry number one. In that wheel. On P 
People's Choice is Game Night. Interesting. Okay. Interesting. interesting. Very interesting. Okay. All right. It could be t- uh, tricky to nail down logistically Game Night this week. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Here is choice number two on the wheel. Oh, it's King of the Mad. People's Choice. Third wheel competition. Third wheel okay. tournament. Robin and Keevan need a third is wheel. Is that ready to go? Yeah, we just it just needs to be on a weekend. We have a weekend available. It's ready to go. Okay. All right. So we have our third wheel tournament also in the mix. And so uh one other game night third wheel tournament and one other choice is gonna be out there for people to vote on. That's exciting. Why? This is this is exciting. Okay. That is going to be Mount Rushmore. Okay, so Mount okay. Rushmore. Pretty even. Pretty even here. Any of these could win. Yeah. Okay, don't don't make a prediction of what you think it's going to be. You think I have no idea. Yeah. Uh, do, you, do you feel strongly? No, you don't. No, I really don't. I think I, I, if I put a gun to my head, I'd pick one, but I, I have no idea. Okay. Um, can you just reset? The uh, game night is going to be that you and I are going to take on a pair of podcast hosts. Right. Mm-hmm. Yes. And we didn't pick them just, you know, specifically for a reason like this, that we might be, uh, you know, finding them on short notice. I have a host in mind, but it has okay. not been announced yet. Okay. And then we have you. a host in mind. And then we mm-hmm. have a number of. Uh, can you tell us the, some of the games that might be? Is there a game wheel or game dreidel? I think there is some sort of game wheel. But two of the games we've discussed are the Celebrity Net Worth game of Renap related mm-hmm. people that we're going to guess the Celebrity Net Worth. Yeah. Uh, the the John John uh, one must go where John John. <laughs> picks four things and we have to guess which one he thinks must go yeah which means you know, what, what's explain must go to them Is basically the, not everyone know. so that there would be four things like uh you know uh wendy's mcdonald's burger king and uh Jollibee, and uh mm-hmm. one one must go which one which yeah. one can you not well, we're guessing what john john doesn't like <laughs> we're guessing what super fan yeah, john what would john he say like. has to go Okay. Yes. Okay. So Rob Nakiva need a third wheel is pretty explanatory. We're going to have people call in and they're going to pitch to us why they need a third wheel. We don't know if it's going to be on tournament the style or not. I think so. Yeah. Okay. You, I mean, if you want them to pre-tape it, we could have them pre-tape it. Mm, I, I guess we because we would need to interact with them. So they're all on yeah. the uh, like a Skype call, and then we're just yeah. Gonna, what we did, uh, what we yeah. did with um, with um, not praying the listeners. What was the other one? Yeah, I think uh, or we took phone calls. What was the one where we took phone calls, though? What was that episode? Called? I don't know what it was called. It was <laughs> called uh, People Call Us. I, I don't remember what, what the name of it was. It was called People, People Call Us? No, I, I don't remember what it was called, okay? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know either. I'm not being fun. I really, like, I'm blanking on what it was on what it was called. Yeah, uh, that we uh, opened the phone lines and we took, and we took phone calls. And uh, let me see uh, that if we went back and looked at our, that the great Alex Rubino makes the posts for these episodes. And it was, uh, let's see. It wasn't pranking the listeners. It wasn't, I can't believe it's just banter. Yeah. Wasn't our Robin Akiva smarter than Total Idea Request Live. Total Idea Request Live. Okay. okay Episode 32. Go. April 28th, 2019. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, there you go. All right. So that's what the listeners will vote on. Yeah. All right. That'll be a close vote. And then Mount Rushmore is going to be that we come up with the what's the Mount Rushmore of a bunch of different things. Yes. Yeah. We'll have people send. We already have a lot, but we could have people send in more around Mount Rushmore. 
Okay. All right. Akiva, uh, you want to check the iTunes reviews? By no. the way. Oh, you don't? No, well, the last one was mean. Oh, well, well how mean? I don't know. It was two stars. Two stars? And, and what did it say? It said it's boring. They're bored by us. They we- listen to us to go to sleep. Oh, was it Taylor Cotter? No, she's too nice for that. Yeah. Wow. Uh, somebody went in, went in to leave a review that the podcast was too boring. Yeah. Oh, boy. Just don't listen. There's too yeah. many podcasts. Yeah. Uh, the word that best describes this podcast is mediocre. Unoriginal ideas. Listen to it when I need sleeping because it's so boring. Yeah. These are our original ideas. We, we, what other podcast named the baby? Yeah. It's like the last thing you could get mad at us for. What ideas what do hell? we need? Oh, that, that was hurtful. Yeah. Yes. What a bastard. Yes. Uh, all right. Let's balance it out with somebody from November 3rd. The latest episode of this superb podcast was great. You can hear all participating. We're having a blast. The listeners can join in and have fun. Mike Bloom's rendition of Grace Kelly had me in stitches. Well done to all. Yeah. By the way, I, I like, lo- I like I the listener to go to sleep. Yeah. I like the listener who called us the only anti-niece and nephew podcast on the internet. Mm-hmm. That's right. All right. Akiva. Uh, mm-hmm. great job. You could follow at Keeve26 on Twitter. Uh, what's going on in the 32 Fans podcast? Well, talking about football every week. Uh, we're trying to, you know, squeeze in some Patreon episodes. I'm trying to get Chester to do like best song of the decade, best movie. Mm-hmm. And he wants to do nonsense. He wants to do more mascot bracket. I don't know. On the Patreon bracket? Yeah, he, st- he said we still haven't done the NFL mascot bracket. Who cares? That ba- I, that's yeah. what I say to him. Most teams don't even have a mascot. The Jets yeah. don't have a mascot. I, I mean, the Patreon for 32 fans should be, all right, Chester's uh, gives, you know, spreadsheets into his personal life. I, I feel like yeah, that, for sure. That, that's I the, agree. That's the Patreon. That, that, that's it. Nobody cares about uh, mascot bracket. I agree. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. If one person, if I say it to Chester, he doesn't care. If one person asks for something, he's like, the listeners are asking for this. Mm-hmm. Okay. He's like you, except you need two people to tell you. He just needs one. And then he thinks like that's that has more weight than anything I say. What would I know about podcast? Yeah. All right. Well, great stuff. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, do you do Thanksgiving, Akiva? Yeah, I do Thanksgiving. We we got the crew that we it's more of a Friendsgiving. Well, I guess I have a family, but we go to our friends and we watch the uh, Lions lose. And, uh, mm-hmm. you know, we have a good time. Yeah, I am a big Thanksgiving guy. I don't I don't love turkey. Uh, but I like everything about Thanksgiving besides turkey. Okay, football. I love football. I love mm-hmm. stuffing. Yeah, I like I like all the Thanksgiving foods. But I just I'm, I wish there was I wish it was like I don't know dark meat chicken instead of turkey. yeah. But it's a big pie holiday. I know you're a big pie guy. Big pie guy. So yeah, I'm all about the pumpkin pie. The you know I don't know squash whatever else is there. Yeah. What's your favorite Thanksgiving food? I mean, I do like the pumpkin pie. Uh, I, I, I like cranberry sauce, uh, not jelly. I like the uh, yeah. I'm fruit. a big cranberry sauce guy too. Uh, that's that's good. I, I like sweet potatoes. Uh, I feel like I used to like the turkey more. Now it's sort of like, uh, you know, uh, it's it's fine. Also, I, the trip to fans a real thing, and I like I want to watch three games that day. I don't want to fall asleep during mm-hmm. the Lions game. You know? Yeah. And, you know, all the dessert is nice. So uh, looking forward to it. Should be fun. Mm -hmm. All right. Akiva, great job. We'll be back next week. Keep an eye on Twitter to find out what the people have selected for episode number 60 of Robin Akiva Need a Podcast. Take care, everybody. Have a good one. Bye. (laughs) 